all may run and hide when you scream in the name on the front. So let me tell you now, there are sports to podcast. Let's hit it. Today is October 30th, and that was Larger Than Life by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, that's, you're that's pretty good. Say, yeah, don't give them away. You oh, I, let, are you guys, is that, is that part of the thing? You gotta let just, the audience guess. Oh, shit. Sorry, mm-hmm. audience. They it's never guess. We always just get <laughs> <laughs> we, always, we always just get one committed fan in the comments. Yeah, that way they will one day though. Yeah, one day. One day they'll guess. Um, yeah. So, I gotta pull up the uh, oh a sharp sheet o- here a sharp open. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, you what did you guys get up to this week? <laughs> you guys weren't expecting me to. What did you guys get up to this week? week? Uh, um, I was watching a lot of baseball, a lot of football. Uh, it's my reading week right now, so I was I've been. Catching up on a lot of reading. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Reading a lot and uh, improving myself. Uh, let's talk World Series first off the bat. I think we agreed to that, right? Is that what we want to do? I think so. All right. Do you want to get into? Um... No, I guess we'll do that at the end. We'll. Yeah, we'll so get. We got, a, like, we got a big real life week. Yeah. Coming up too. Yeah. Maybe we'll touch on that at some point. What? Or there's just a lot of uh, there's a controversy. Lot of... Oh, I thought you were like, like no, 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 making no. like a, they're like I'm having a baby. No. Well, imagine you announced that to us yeah. on the podcast. You got a big real life week coming up here. I kind of just meant there's an election yeah. south oh, of the border like next week. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can touch on that, that a little bit if we want. Maybe make some predictions. Nah. No. Okay. I have a three hundred dollar bet. Do you yeah. on who? Biden. Yeah. Luke's got Trump. Yeah? yeah. Oh, you bet on each other? Like you bet with each other. Like yeah, yeah. Well, basically it was like he said like Trump's going to win. I was like no, Biden's going to win. And uh-huh. I was like how much you want to bet? And I was like 300 bucks. And, and they then... got yeah, they got expensive. That's a hefty <laughs> amount. That's like enough to where it like I'd be into it. He they are. I bet like I would they be are. really into I it. I just yeah, I think I I think you're probably right, but I'm definitely bet. not confident enough no, to bet 300. No. I, I think bucks it's like it. cuz you don't like it's what happened last time. It, it's but, like very similar to but last time. But I feel time. like there's like you people learn from their You would hope mistakes. Also, he's way more ahead than she was. I don't know if the Democratic Party is gonna learn from their mistakes. No. But no, it has nothing I to do with, I'm not I talking about them, I'm talking about the poll the polling. Oh. It's nothing to do with what they do. Yeah. Because they, like, they just did the same thing they did last time. They just Right, but he's also like establishment He's also way in. more ahead than it's she was. It's crazy to me so that they're they're both older than Oh, they're both fucking ninety. They're older like, than Bill Clinton and George Bush. At the end of their terms. No, now. no currently. <laughs> oh, right they're now. currently that's older than them. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that's crazy. Like, they were born before them. Yeah. Yeah, like, Ronald Reagan was the oldest president elected, like, at the time before Trump was. And he was, like, I think he was, like, 68, 69. <laughs> and these guys are, like, 75. Yeah. yeah. Like, Biden's 76, yeah. isn't he? I think they're... I, Think Trump, Trump's, Trump's 74, 74, so I think you're right. I think Biden might be 77. Yeah, yeah, Bernie is. is. I think he's the same. That's insane. Yeah. He's going to, yeah. But, I mean, it, whatever. Like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, I don't, like, really. He's not like, making it through a full term. Yeah. They I'm don't convinced. even. They don't want him to. No. They want Kamala to well, take the house. Yeah. 100%. I mean, we're not a politics podcast, but I'm, like, convinced that Kamala Harris is their actual pick. Yeah, and they want Biden. To, I think like who to the leave a- halfway through and just be like he's he's mentally unfit. Who the actual president is is like 
unless it's someone crazy like Trump, it's really well, if it's an establishment like it doesn't really even matter. Yeah, they get their uh, they get like, their cabinet emailed to them by Citigroup. Like they're <laughs> That's what happened with Obama. It's Citigroup like a, literally picked his cabinet for him. That's uh, yeah, proven. I Sure. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <Gosh. laughs> I, don't even I thought that, that would elicit a kind of a reaction because that's pretty crazy. But all right, baseball. Uh, you guys don't want to speak up against Obama. <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh, I don't even know who Citigroup is. It's a bank. I know they own the. Oh, uh, it's like Citibank. Yeah. yeah. They own the Mets Stadium. Okay. I think they own the Mets. I don't know they're actually. Called, yeah, yeah. Or they just sold I, the Mets. I know uh, the group threw me off mm-hmm. but yeah that's they own they own multiple different things their bank is one of the one of the arms of their uh of their conglomerate hope that's um, not my car alarm going off right it's, now it's definitely on the street it's definitely on the street okay on the street. Yeah, it's in the front we're off to just a blazing start yeah, here really good this start. podcast this is a sports cast um sports podcast mm-hmm. but we Even can talk about whatever we want it's we got podcast. we got range for sure mm-hmm. it's um, our podcast yeah, we we can do whatever the fuck we want. Uh, the World Series was kind of what was handed out. I the, loved it. The it Dodgers. Was a, it was a really fun series. Yeah, the, Do- I, the Dodgers won in six. They beat the Rays in six. Yeah. Um, very controversial game six. Yeah. Well, last podcast I was saying Rays in seven. I just want to. I think I said. I just want to uh, reiterate. I said that. That was a heart thing. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think that's what was going to happen. I said that to kind of be a contrarian to you guys because. You guys were a little more accurate. I think you said in five and you said in six. I said Dodgers in six, yeah. And you said Dodgers in five. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, you guys were right. I'll bow to you. Good work. Well, the... Good work. Uh, it, it, I mean, it was close to going to seven. but And uh, MLB, so the, the controversy here. Oh, Do you want to get into the conspiracy theory? That... that, that uh, that like, they pulled no Blake headphones? Snell? No, that Turner. Oh, yeah, do you want headphones? No, it's fine. Oh, wow. Turner okay. got the uh, the positive test in the second inning. Yeah, they got so a test. A, he got an inconclusive test. But no, but that's what the Dodgers are saying and the MLB is saying. Oh, but this is Ro- Ken Rosenthal okay. initially reported that they got a positive test in the second and the Dodgers refused to take him out. And then the, the MLB said, okay, we're going to test him again. We're going to expedite the results of the second test. And then they got that in the eighth. That's what Ken Rosenthal reported. Really? Initially. He's like backtracked on it now. But my conspiracy is he tested positive in the second and MLB said, this might go to seven games. We can't, ha- we can't have anyone get COVID right now. Do a t- like, let's expedite the result of the second test. And then the Dodgers were up. They, they said, like, Dodgers yeah. are going to win. Get him out of the game. That's what I think happened, mm-hmm. which is. And then, of course, he quarantined for an hour. He was good. <laughs> that he came yeah. back out. Stormed the That's field it. like Stone Cold Steve Austin That's in 98. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they tried to arrest him. Yeah. As you know, <laughs> you can't arrest Stone no. Cold. And you He's can't been barred from Ju- the building. <laughs> you can't keep Justin Turner <laughs> off the field after a championship win. When you started doing that, I, I looked over at our cabinet. I was just like. Do we have any tinfoil? Because if we did, I was going to get the tinfoil and start wrapping it around your head. <laughs> Which would have been a funny bit, but I guess I'll just uh, pay it lip service it instead is, of actually doing it. Even if you like go by their story, there is a pretty, I don't know, a significant cover-up. Are those good? Yeah. When okay. you think about it. Because they, they knew that he tested at least inconclusive in the second inning and didn't say anything. Why is your testing program have results coming out during the game? That too. That's like the yeah. biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And like they, they knew. And see, we 
in fairness, we don't know any of the processes for the testing. We just think it's a little weird that it would come out during the game. Maybe it's maybe it's like different every test. I who knows? Because like Probably I not. If but he, who knows? I don't know. If the if it's the second inning of a World Series game and like someone from the MLB calls the dugout and is like, "Hey, Justin Turner just got an inconclusive test. Can you pull him from the game?" I'd be like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> like if he. If he's positive, tell us. So then, like, okay, well, we're gonna run it. We have a second one, and then he was positive by the eighth. Yeah, From yeah. that perspective, on the Dodgers, I yeah, this isn't like a middle reliever either. This is like yeah, he's one of their best players. Yeah. Um, they're also the part about him coming out after is another story. They're yeah. also in a bubble too, so it's like, how the hell did that happen? Like they're in a bubble for the playoffs. Yeah. Like. Well, that's what, why what they happened? probably were like, he's not the only one who has it. Yeah, well, <laughs> like that. I don't think – I think they've been testing all the players, and I don't think anything's come out. Maybe they're just They're in gonna, a bubble, but I'm sure there's, like, people – Yeah, like, maybe they're just not going to announce it at this point if anyone tests positive because it's been such a black eye for them so far. Yeah, I like, don't know how their bubbles were working yeah. um, as well because, like, did they have their families in the bubble with them? I don't they know. They must have. Were they the in a bubble? Were they were, they like, were for the Or is playoffs. it just, just – I think they were just in – I think they yeah, were I think they were just in Arlington. Yeah. I had heard they were in a bubble. I had heard that a couple oh, times this week that they were I thought the idea was, like, we just want to limit travel as much as possible. Maybe that's what it So everyone's up. just going to play in Arlington. I, I thought they could still go with, like, wherever they Maybe that's what it ended up And I found it weird that there were, like, so many fans in the stands. Well, yeah. I know that's not as, like – they're trying to make deal. Money. It's just like, yeah, but like optics wise, like they're like, they're in the bubble and there's a ton of fans yeah, yeah, in the yeah. stands. I don't know. Is that a bubble? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a bubble. No, it's not. Fans. <laughs> that's what I mean, right? So it's like, even though it probably the fans, they're not in close contact with each other. It's, you can't call that a bubble. Yeah. It, it's just crazy how much this is overshadowed. Like Clayton Kershaw finally won a World Series. One of the biggest. Finally. One of the biggest chokers. He didn't and, really play a good in any of the games though. the one he did yeah he got the win and he yeah i think he went like six innings picked up the w i don't know i think that that's a good but he wasn't like like kershaw level no out. like he wasn't himself he wasn't no but he's yeah I, I think he gave up three runs or something right or like i he remembered got... watching that game and being like oh like at the because he gave them up early i think and he and i remember being like oh here's playoff kershaw again and then he kind of like turned it back on and like they held him but I don't know. He had a two, yeah. His, ERA, whole, his ERA in the World Series was 2.3. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Yeah. How that's many like, games did he play, two? Two. That's good. That's probably right around what his career. And he won both. ERA he is. got two wins. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Congratulations, Clayton. You did it. Because that's that's kind of been my whole thing, especially in baseball, with like the whole clutch argument is that. Oh, we need to get into this. We don't. But... You want it? You no, don't want to get no, into it? I don't. Well, I agree with we you. Are, yeah, we but know. we know he he disagrees with oh. us. Well, I'm not going to have I was like going to put it out there. Like, like a full argument. Yeah, it's like, it. I know what you're going to say. Like, Clayton Kershaw is in clutch. Now he is. Yeah. Which well, is so that, stupid. But it's just like guys yeah. who are chokers. Are chokers until they're not. Like if you look at the like, there's I have four examples here that are the biggest in baseball history. David Price wins a World Series. He's not a choker anymore. He still is. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually got technically two World Series now if you count this one. Uh, you don't. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez was one of the biggest chokers in playoff history. Then he just goes nuts in that one and wins the World Series with the Yankees. And now all and then same thing with Barry Bonds. He had the same kind of thing. Wins the World Series. Um. He never won. Or got to the World Series, lost yeah. to the uh, the Diamondbacks. Won. But like, if you all these Choke. guys, if you look at their numbers now over the course of the playoffs, they're more or less they're similar to what their career numbers are. Yeah, like they're not like Kershaw's are probably a little bit higher than what his like overall career numbers are. But again, you're playing better teams all the time. But I think playoffs. generally, yeah, pitchers' ERAs are higher in the playoffs because like you're playing better teams. Yeah. You don't. 
uh, you, when you're playing this, you, you pitch against the same team, like, Two, two and games in a row. Plus, if you're pitching in the World Series, especially for him, you're facing the DH, which you don't do in the National League. So your ERA is going to go up there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think it's kind of one of these things that it's just fluky. And, like, anybody that has enough time who's really – like, any really good player who has, like, a long enough track record in the playoffs isn't a choker after – like this, it's a sample size thing, is what I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes you have a bad game. Yeah, and, and then, then you get labeled as like you're not good. In the like playoffs. who's the like who's the choker now? I get like the one thing I for maybe a role this Chapman. He's not even like good enough to be. Like, but he's in had the like the um, he's won a World Series, but he's had he gave up. I think back to back years now he's given up a a game end or not a game ending, but a game winning home run in the ALCS. Yeah. Uh, and then he also gave up that home, the game tying home run in the World Series that he ended up winning with the Cubs. Did Johnny? The, the did game Johnny? Home run. Did Johnny Cueto ever break out of the out of the choker? But Cueto like wasn't good. Cueto, he, well, he, he was won. pretty good like for two years. Yeah, I think he might have won with the he Royals definitely regressed. too. Also, the thing is, when you're a relief pitcher, it's either like you. It's kind of similar to being a kicker in the NFL. It's either you do your job yeah, or you, you're an idiot or you choke. Right? Cueto was so a you don't starter. really get credit. You don't ever. We're get talking credit. about Chapman here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just talking, like. Because uh, Kimbrell kind of had that too, where they're like, he just screws up every game, but he, he was one of the best closers in the league. Yeah. But he would like blow a playoff game, and they'd be like, he just screws everything up. <laughs> he comes in. Yeah, he Cueto won a World Series in 2015 with the Royals, for whatever that's worth. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's what it should have been the Jays. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't get me going on that again. You're the Almas uh, kid? No. <laughs> That wasn't a home I, run. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a home run, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the most overshadowed thing about that, that was the same year as the bat flip. Jose Batista hit two home runs in yeah, that game. Yeah, I know. Like, that, nobody ever talks about that and how crazy that was. The second one, I was going insane yeah. nuts. When he I, also, I have the uh, the image of Ben Revere just smashing the, the garbage can in the dugout yeah. after he struck out. I have that like burned into he my mind. He was just telling them there was a sinker coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was off yeah, speed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, right. That's where the Astros got the idea. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about the Kevin Cash thing? Pulling Blake, Blake Snell? I had a fucking sick segue. Damn oh, it. That's, well, we, I was like speaking. I was, we got to talk about it's, that. Uh, no, I know, but I was going to try to segue into it. I was just letting you guys oh, talk. Oh, I thought you were. All right. Yeah. Well, do no, it. it's do fine. It. No, no, we're not going to do, do it, it now. You can, no, e- can edit it. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> we're not going to edit it. I was going to be. Uh, no, it's not worth it. I'm gonna. That's going to be a little nugget for everybody out there. You're going to have to wonder now. I yeah. had a good segue, but you don't get to hear it. <laughs> no. uh, so, yeah, he pulls. I missed my opportunity, so everyone else, stru- everyone else has to suffer. So he pulls Blake Snell. I think he was into his sixth inning of work, I believe. And he had um, mm-hmm. given up. Th- that was his third hit of the game. I think he gave up. And then Cash comes out, and he's like, okay, that's it. You're they done. D- they just tied the game, right? No, they hadn't tied the game. Oh, yet. no, yeah, he, that run came in later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he would, like, if anybody was watching that game, the Blake Snell was absolutely dealing, was dealing. in that game. Like, that's the best. That's so as good usually, as he could pitch. So you're usually the analytics guy. I think it's gone way too far. Yeah? Yeah, like... There's no way you can look at that and think that the guy that the guy you're bringing in is going to be better than the way Blake Snell was pitching. Mm-hmm. You know what? And he's he's a Cy Young winner too. Like you, he's not some kind of schlub who's he's pitching got over the, his way. He's got the right it's one thing too. Like and even I, I think I was still on the keep keep Matt Shoemaker inside. But it's one thing if you're yes. talking about Matt Shoemaker. Yes. This is like a guy who's one of the best pitchers in the league, <laughs> yeah. right? Like he's Matty Shoemaker. <laughs> Blake Snell. Well, no, but it's a no, like, I know. I'm, I'm just and a Shoemaker had only gone through the lineup once. Mm-hmm. Snell had already gone through twice. And he had struck out 
the next three guys were Betts, Seeger, and right. Bellinger, I think, or Betts, Seeger, and somebody. Talking he, about getting thrown into the Betts, fire for that reliever. Betts, Who Seeger, was it? Nick Anderson. It was Anderson. Okay. Betts, Seeger, and Turner, I think. And he had struck. He was. They were 0 for 6 with six strikeouts against him in that game. He had struck to, them all out. Yeah. To be fair, Every if you are going them. analytics, Nick Anderson is one of the best relievers in baseball. Right, but he had been getting lit up in the playoffs. Like, okay. I think he, he's given up a run in three straight appearances now after that. So, like, if. As you said earlier, like, wouldn't, like, the analytics mindset say, like, oh, he's due to come back for a good one? No. Because the analytics but are... But doesn't well, it always revert back to norm? No, I, I think he's right. It would. Like, you, you don't... Like, I got, yeah. If you're going by analytics, yeah, you don't sorry. take up a relief pitcher's the, last appearance into consideration. No, but I think, to me, that's, like, the problem. You gotta, like... I don't think it's less about but Nick Anderson. You, it's more about the starting pitcher who's dealing. Yes. Didn't that's, you just use that idea to, like, argue against the clutch gene, though? No, because we're talking that about... That it always reverts back to norm, regardless if you have a... We're talking about, we're talking about sample Snell. size, not whether or not a guy's pitching well. Right? Yeah. Like, sure. Because if if you're looking at playoffs, just to bring it back to that, like, you're going to make somebody's mind up off 50 innings. Right? Oh, so if you yeah. if you bring that out to where a guy pitches 200 innings, which Kershaw has now gotten closer towards, mm-hmm. his numbers are back to where they are for his career. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, if you give a guy enough time to be good, he's going to be good because he is good. Mm-hmm. So if you give Nick Anderson three relief appearance but you don't he's gonna have, be good eventually right but you don't have but you don't have that time i'm yeah. being the devil's advocate i'm, yeah, being, you, I'm just you i'm don't trying have, to i'm trying to create a i don't think it's it, the That's conversation here is about nick and i think it's about it is, snell for sure 100 no, about snell for like, sure about snell yeah, 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 yeah it's like keep it doesn't matter who the relief pitcher coming yeah. in is i'm just trying to i'm because we've all heard this discussion on like every different sports show i'm trying to bring a different element to the argument yeah I think because I do agree that they should have kept Snell in. I'm just being. I mean, I like. I'm just uh, being devil's advocate. Part of me kind of like respects the commitment to the process. Yeah, because I guess but, if you're gonna say <laughs> like, he got, that's what got them there. Like yeah, they shouldn't be yeah. there without that. But like, but at some point, you do. Yeah. Like I, I think I'm generally on that. Like, me usually too. on the analytics side, but at some point there has to be like a human element where you're like our guy, our number one guy He's is rolling. dealing. Let's just keep him going. And, this is we need to get to a game seven, and. Worst case scenario, they're in the same position after that, anyways. Blake Snell gives up two runs. You pull him. You pull mm-hmm. him, right? Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, like, that's the benefit of hindsight. Yeah, too, it's just but, like I forget what the website is. I think it's like Pro Baseball pro, uh, Prospects or something. They've banned the word assets. They're gonna call start calling them people again. For that's their good. for the yeah so wait, so wait, wait what, yeah. what does that have to do with um it has to do with it because these are these people, are not, people robots. not robots oh, I, okay yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so it, it has to do with Sorry. their like it's their mindset right 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 right, right, right. yeah so and it's kind of similar even, it's like yeah. baseball needs to realize these are still human beings they're not just numbers machines yeah that pop out the same shit. even just from a pure entertainment standpoint like who well wants to see that yeah you know what i mean but like, i mean you don't i don't think you should be managing obviously the game on not that obviously not but i think that's kind of part of the bigger discussion with baseball like who wants to see matt shoemaker dealing and then get pulled for robbie ray after yeah. three innings or same thing with blake snow who wants to see a cy young award winner absolutely dialed in and then get pulled after giving up one hit or i guess his third like hit. the storyline yeah i know what you're like the storyline like, of blake snell pitching a complete game to get his team to game seven is way cooler than like, yeah and that's like a career yeah. defining moment that he's never gonna get that no one's ever gonna get again no exactly but he's never yeah you're probably right that's they don't. I mean, almost every team does this kind of shit now. And that was like the, like, I don't know what the, like the test case. I guess would be the right word. Like that is the, like how commit. This is the test for how committed are you to the analytics? Because yeah. you have a Cy Young Award winner out there who is absolutely dealing, and the analytics say to take him out. 
See, I and would. We're there now. We're I just always going to take everybody so, but out. Do you think because of this instance now they revert back a no, little bit more? No, I don't, because I think they're just going to go back to this is what got us here. You know what I mean? But no, no, I'm not even saying just the Rays. I'm saying the league. Like, do you think anybody took notice of this and being like, okay, maybe? Well, like, pro- no. maybe like Tony Larusa just got hired <laughs> by yeah. the White Sox. He's seventy. Dude, did you see they put a uh, acorn stair lift in the dugout for him? <laughs> no, they didn't. Yes, they did. I swear. Yeah, dude, he's like yeah, eighty he's years been, old, and yeah. he's been like sick. It might have been. It, I mean, I saw it quickly this morning. Gotta be it might have been a joke. But, I hope it yeah. was real. <laughs> <laughs> we might be breaking some news here. Yeah. That seems like it would be a, a joke. Because it's yeah. funny, <laughs> but either way, he he's probably not a big analytics guy. No, he's probably not. I also saw on there. I don't. I I also saw this quickly. We might be just having a fake news podcast here, but this was like on their graphic that they put out. It had the picture of Tony Larusa, and it said Tony Larusa hired. And this was on the, the email they sent out. But this they had like a signature graphic kind of on there, and the signature was AJ Hinch. Like it said, AJ Hinch. Oh, but, that might have could also. Have so been. I don't know if they had a deal in place with AJ Hinch and it fell through at the last minute because he signed actually in the in the division today. He signed to manage the Tigers. Wow. So I don't know if they were um, maybe they thought they had AJ Hinch and he said actually you know what I'm going to the Tigers and they went with their second plan. But yeah, kind of I cannot believe like I thought it was a joke when I first read that that uh, Big Tone was coming back because yeah. he was the manager in you know the Roberto Alomar home run. When, he, uh, against the Oakland Athletics in the 92 ALCS. He won the World Series in, like, 88. Yeah, Tony La Russa was the manager of the Athletics, and yeah. he was, like, um, he was like pushing 60 back then. He won the World Series, <laughs> like, in the 80s with the Athletics. Yeah, like, I think 89. And he won 2011 with the Cardinals, and it's like, okay, this guy's got to, like, yeah. take a step back. Yeah, he's coming back. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Um, I obviously didn't put a hypothetical in here this week, but I just thought of a good one. A little Halloween base. Don't spoil it now. No, it's just so you guys can think about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, best sports-based Halloween costume. Okay. What's your For favorite? For the 2020? Just in general. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Just think about that. I just I just thought of it now. So, if you guys uh, if you guys are good with that, I think that's the one we'll use. Okay. Just to um, correct myself, too. Uh, Blake Snell only given up two hits. That was the second base runner he'd given up, and they yanked him after that. Mm-hmm. So, you've gone five, five and a third, two hits, nine, stri- nine strikeouts. You should have stayed in the game. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that acorn sterlet thing was obviously a joke. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. I'm, I'm trying to find it. That, oh, man, I hope it's real. Can you imagine, like, he's coming up for a pitching change. They have to fire up the acorn sterlet. The pitcher is just standing there. No, it was, like, it's, from the, it's from, like, the bottom into the dugout. Yeah. Yeah, not from like the dugout to the field. Oh, I want dugout to the field. He's <laughs> like three, three <laughs> steps. Yeah. The pitcher's like waiting. He's just slowly getting raised up onto the onto yeah, the yeah. field. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't, the other thing I wanted to bring up, I think we talked. I think you actually brought this up uh, a couple, like a few months ago, on the podcast when we were talking about a possible way to like combat the opener. Yeah. Uh, it's like a high, the hybrid DH thing where it's like the DH is tied to your starting pitcher. So as soon as you pull your starting pitcher, you lose the DH. This obviously wouldn't probably apply in the Snell thing. Right. But I think that is a good way for them to... I don't pick. think I, I brought that up. But I think I remember you saying that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm no, I, making I, that up. But I've heard other people suggest this now where it's like if, you're, if you, have, you have the DH in both leagues, but it's tied to the starting pitcher. Because I think we had this conversation as more as it related to DH in the National and American League. Yeah. And I think that this was like the hybrid rule where 
It's in both leagues, but it's only connected to the starting pitcher. And as soon as you pull your starting pitcher, your pitcher has to hit. So that would still kind of help the Snell thing too. Because you'd be like, if you had a starter that's rolling, yeah. like, let's just keep keep our yeah. DH in, yeah. unless we have to. You don't. You. I'm we, sure there's probably flaws with this that we're not thinking about, but I think the, what would happen is like you probably get pushback from the the players' association, being like, you're just gonna have managers like blowing out pitchers' arms now to keep the DH in the game. That's the only pushback I could see. Yeah, I don't even like they're not gonna do that though. I don't think right with how conservative they are now. Like, but if by blowing out you might push a guy to eighty pitches now instead of pulling him after sixty five. Like I don't, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, going DH they... to pitchers is pretty big though. Like, like losing like the another a batter in your lineup. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's a what big I mean. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think it would be. I don't I, know. I think that's a pretty good way to stop them from doing it. That would make like sh- like. Uh, so then would you, like, never start, like, Shohei Atani? You'd, like, save him so that you could keep a bat in your lineup for when you pull your starter? Yeah, I guess you'd have to learn how to play the field. Or you'd, I don't know, you'd kind of have no, to No, I'm line saying, him. like, you'd want to, like, you'd have a DH, and then you'd want him later in the game so you'd still have yeah. a bat in your lineup. Because he could come in and pitch later, and you'd still have a bat, right? It would, like, I wonder if he'd be more valid. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you could do that. And then you could maybe have him come in and you now that's a way to he's like the perfect way to combat the yeah. that thing. <laughs> yeah. Is have you have an you opener have, for yeah. him. But that's like oh, And then he comes in and pitches. He's really the hits. only guy yeah. like that in the league. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like I think that would be a good idea. Um is, is that all we got on baseball? What is the uh um, Oh, do you uh yeah, the other yeah, what's thing, the Mookie best? Oh, yeah. I, what I was thinking this I put that in the doc before shit hit the fan in the World Series and yeah. We had guys testing positive, and but I've. Uh, do you see any similarities in that tr- in that trade between the Kawhi Leonard tra- the ugh, that and the Kawhi Leonard trade with the Raptors? It's well trading for one of the best players in the game, but he's already signed. Yeah, so that's that's where it. So it's different. But when they traded for him, they didn't know that. No, he was he had yeah, one year left at the time. It was probably similar. Yeah, one year left. One of the best players in the game. You gave up a lot to get him. Like Alex Verdugo is going to be a really good player in the league. Yeah, but obviously he's not going to compare to Mookie Betts. But and then the guy who just completely shines in the postseason and puts his name in the ring for one of the best players in the game. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know. The I, difference is like that Kawhi season with the Raptors is still going to be looked back on as they're completely different teams too. Crazy because he was just there for one. Yeah, year. like Mookie's signed in for what twelve it, years or I don't <laughs> know what it is. Yeah, like the Kawhi trade is one of the all time like ballsiest moves ever i think and where the mookie bats trade isn't yeah. quite like and that. it's the raptors in comparison to the Dodgers. Oh, for sure yeah like the raptors like we see it every year when we watch american broadcasts like they were a joke to them yeah oh it's gonna get worse now yeah. i think like we are even when we had Kawhi, we were still like not a serious contender until we were like up three <laughs> games to the, or whatever the fuck we were up three games to one at one point yeah, they went up 3-1. Yeah, when yeah. we were up 3-1 in the finals, they were kind of like, oh, like this actually might happen. Like That's when they started saying it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think that's really a big difference in, in the actual story. Um, but I was also... I think Mookie Betts is, like, hands down second best player in baseball. Like, yep. after Trout, probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Trout's never going to win anything. So. <laughs> Would you ever, like... Do you think they're just different conversations, or would you ever like say like a pitcher is the best player in baseball? Because no. I, I never hear that. Yeah, I, I think when I say just player, different I, conversations. When I say like player in baseball, I just yeah. I'm referring to like yeah on I, the field. Yeah. field. I just like how do you because it's so different. Compare, I know, yeah. I, I know. I'm just I'm I'm. It's kind of almost like a goalie. It, it, yeah, it'd be the same thing as like yeah. a goalie can definitely be the best player in the NHL. But, no one would but it's ever like say you that. just never like when you say Connor McDavid's yeah. the best player in the NHL, you're not even thinking of goalies, right? Yeah, like. 
Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, goalies. Yeah, I guess that's it's very similar. Good, good, uh, good comparison. What should we uh, go on to NHL or M- or or you want to go into NFL? Uh, I said we go to NFL now. NFL. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. So we're talking. Let's recap on week seven. Yeah, I don't know a little you- bit. I just want to talk about my Bengals a little bit here. Sure. I know this probably isn't the, the lead story. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw Carlos Dunlap, what he what he pulled off for the Bengals this week. Uh, yeah, so he's been he's trade. been a little bit uh, disgruntled. There. Trade to Seattle, right? Yeah. So before Dude, that, I wanted the Bills to get him so bad. He's kind of washed like, up. Like he has. I not, don't care, man. We need something. Like, uh, pass rushes anemic. He um, well, the Bengals have one of the worst pass rushes in the NFL. Yeah, but I don't think he was giving it. His all. I think Maybe. I don't know. So I don't know. He also hadn't been playing that much because they've been playing the young guys ahead of him, which yeah. was part of the problem. What's the one guy? Hubbard? Sam Hubbard? He's hurt, but uh, yeah. Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson, one. okay. Um, so what, he had been very disgruntled with taking a bit of a backseat to those two guys in particular. Yeah. And he was like pretty vocal about it in the media and vocal about it on Twitter and social media. I think he has the right to. He then... Decided he was going to tweet out their depth chart and their D line rotation. That's the crazy. picture of that. He put that on Twitter. He's like, and then the, the the tweet was, "I don't have time for this shit." And it was him. He was like third behind. I think it was Hubbard and somebody else, or mm. Lawson and somebody else. And he's like, "This is bullshit. I don't have time for this." Then we get to the game against the Browns on Sunday, and they blow the uh, the lead. They were up, I think, with the last couple of minutes. They Baker had a game winning drive in the last minute, and you see. Uh, there's like a commotion on the sidelines and Dunlap is like in the face of one of the defensive coaches and players are like holding him back and he's like yelling at him. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then after the game, he lists his, he tweets out that he's selling his condo. He has a tweet of a picture of his condo. He's like, four, like however many square feet. Uh, he went full fuck you mode. Yeah. $600,000, serious inquiries only. Please send proof of income. So he's, he decides that he's selling his condo on 600, Twitter. Six hundred thousand. I don't know what it was. That was a made up number. Mm-hmm. I was about to say how uh, like yeah. it's expensive That's for like, Cincinnati. But he just like starts throwing that out there, and then like teammates are commenting on it, like openly mocking him. Like I think Tyler Boy commented, "Suck a shit" <laughs> on it. He said, that's, "Suck, that's suck good. a shit, Los." Was it? So no one likes him. Yeah. And then uh, Joe Mixon was like, oh, let me get that crib, man. Like, they were just, like, mocking him in the comments. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of a surreal. I know it doesn't get a lot of play because it's Cincinnati. But a little bit of a surreal. Mm -hmm. It's also, like, how big of a. It's like airing um, the laundry. Yeah. But, like, how much of, like, a baby. Yeah. yeah, And a lot of of people were speculating, too. A lot of these guys are, are like that, like. Their entire career, they've been treated like fucking kings. Is and that, then they get a little oh, bit of a hardship. And then he left. A little bit of hardship when they get older, and they just go off thinking they're still what they used to be. A lot of the uh, the Bengals beat reporters were speculating that he wasn't going to, that they weren't going to trade him because they didn't want to, or if they were going to let him go, they were going to trade him somewhere bad. What did they get for like a seventh round pick and a backup offensive lineman? Hmm. So nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, thought when you said this, did you see what? Carlos Dunlap did for my for my Bengals. I thought you were like, oh, he no, like you were gonna say he got a good return. No, or no, 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 no. I was like, and at, on his way out, he also stole his parking sign with him, like a parking spot sign. He like yeah. unscrewed it and took it with That's him. That's fair. And he's like, I've worked my whole life for this. It's I'm taking it with name. me. He's got his. That has I like. His name. I They're gonna that. throw that in the garbage anyway. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that guy sounds like an absolute idiot. I'm surprised they like. Because there was a lot of people like thinking they were just going to hold on to him, and then like they is weren't going to cut him for sure. Going on with Geno Atkins? No, Geno's more hurt? of like he's he more hurt. of like a reserved kind of quiet guy. Yeah. Like he's like a really 
I, don't I just know what the I know word is, like respectful kind yeah. of veteran guy. He's yeah. I um, just know when I think of the Bengals defense from the outside, it's Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins. Yeah. And I have I haven't seen either of them really. Do you know they well they were both hurt and then Geno's been hurt more I guess and yeah I don't like I, he's probably not going to be here much longer. He's the highest paid player on the team too, so we'll see how long how much longer that that lasts for, mm. but. We need some run stopping. Is he a good? He's a good run stopper. Uh, well, they signed DJ Reader in the offseason. He was supposed to be that, and then he got hurt. And he's done he for the year. He hasn't started a single game. Do you know? Yeah, probably not. He's uh, played three. Um, he's probably just be done. Yeah, they have um, like their two biggest free agent off uh, free agent signings of the offseason are both done for the year too. With Trey Wayne's also, so they both Trey Wayne's hasn't even played yet. That's good. So yeah, they're they're a little bit banged up. <clears throat> Anyways, any other thoughts? Is there field issues there? Like they're pro- like it seems like they always have pr- like, uh, like preseason like injuries like way worse than every other team. And I mean maybe it's just because I live with you. Yeah, it's probably what it is. I used to live with you, and I used to hear about it all the time. But it always just seems like the Bengals are like absolutely ravaged with injuries. I think they've just had the first week. They've always. just had like shitty luck. I don't like. I don't think there's anything because they haven't been. There's no like commonality between the the injuries, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I don't. Remember. I mean, I don't know anything about the injuries. Yeah. Per se. I just mean like, like some of them are like. It like, always just seems like they're just fucking decimated. I think it's a bad franchise. Well, yeah, they they haven't drafted <laughs> particularly well, so I think you notice it a like lot a more bad, because bad training staff <laughs> because they like don't have the depth. It's all bad. Yeah, I don't know. That's bad food. <laughs> yeah, they're not eating well. I don't know. They're all eating, sucks. They're all eating uh, fucking skyline chili yeah. and on spaghetti and shit. Since yeah. Look. You've been to Cincinnati. I have a couple is, times. Is How is sick? it out there? Is, is it nice? That's all right. Yeah. yeah, it's nicer than Cleveland. Is it nicer than Buffalo? I think that. Yeah, I would say so. Cincinnati, yeah. the actual city itself. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, interesting. That's I kind of a cool city because it's like an older city. Does it smell like Cheerios? Buffalo smells like Cheerios. <laughs> I don't think I it flew like in. Cheerios. This is what I think. There's a Cheerio is factory there? all day. To me, Buffalo what's it? Like I I don't know this. But I've never been there, but I to me in my mind, Cincinnati is like, like, like a redneck city in like northern like because it's in ohio but it borders on kentucky yeah it's right? basically kentucky like it's basically in yeah. kentucky yeah so i think it's just like it's like the redneck part of ohio mm-hmm. yeah i, I didn't Is there really a good get barbecue in cincinnati i don't think so oh, i don't nice. know i think they're mostly known for their chili i think that's their big thing yeah right that's across disgusting. the river in kentucky i don't know what the town is there's like they have the uh creationist museum there oh where, like people who like don't believe in evolution. Yeah. Yeah. So I was flying from when I went to Austin. I went Austin, Cincinnati, Toronto. Mm-hmm. And like this guy, his family, this old guy, and then like a, his family was behind me and he was talking to me. And he's like, where? He's like, we're just heading to. He was like, it was Adam and Eve, not Adam <laughs> he's like, and Steve. We're heading to Cincinnati. <laughs> we're heading to the Creationist Museum and we're going to have a good day. I was like, oh, no. He's like, what were you doing here? I was like, I was at a music festival in Austin. And he's like, oh. I didn't even know that. Like that's like the biggest thing in Austin. I would have been like, I was at, I was at a, (laughs) I was at a satanic uh, book burning. That's basically. I bet you that's like what he like. When I said music festival, he's probably like, we got a troublemaker on our hands here. (laughs) He's still high. (laughs) (laughs) He's talking. He hasn't even gotten there yet. I think he's still high. Actually, I didn't know. We had a good chat. I was talking. He was asking me about Canada. Mm, Yeah, religious people are people too, right? You got to think about yeah, it. Yeah, like it wasn't just religion. Like that's just another level. Well, of just be, yeah, I mean, you're going on a your family vacation. You're going to like the creationist museum. Like, yeah, that, I mean, you got to teach the kids, right? Yeah, those school get them while you got schools these days. They're not going to teach them. You got to teach them. You got to get them while they're early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was indoctrinated until I was like eighteen. I wasn't a creationist per se, but I was like, 
I was I was a defender. Yeah, <laughs> of, of the ideals for but sure. But your parents were like, "Aaron, grab your bags. We're heading out to the <laughs> Creationist Museum this weekend. Yeah. It's gonna be a hoot." <laughs> <You're> gonna... <laughs> Could you imagine being Mormon? All right, we're getting. I know. (laughs) We're getting off topic. I know a lot of Mormons. Yeah, I know. But could you imagine you being a Mormon? I just wouldn't like. Everything would be different. No, I'd be like my parents would be Mormon. I'd be the same as I like. You think so? Yes. Yeah. I know. Like, so you're you're a you're a nature not nurture guy. You think you'd just be the same? No, if they like, if they were like actively like persuading me, then I'd probably be different. Yeah. But I know a lot of Mormons in Calgary because, like, they, where I live in Calgary, there's there's a Mormon church. So that neighborhood, there's a lot of Mormon people. And, like, a lot of them would not – they were they would still drink. They would still – Really? Yeah. Wow. Like, it's not a very uh, devoted sect up there in Calgary, eh? Some. They, some would like, go on missions and well, stuff. Well, like, in a devo- with a devoted sect, they would be, like, excommunicated if they were drinking. Right. So – But I think – yeah. Yeah. It's a problem up there. Yeah, you I need guess. to clean it up. I mean, <laughs> I don't believe for a second that like no one in Utah like drinks. Like, oh, it's a dry state. I don't think they no, even, it's not. Isn't it? No, they have like li- there's, there's dry counties. There's bars. Dry yes. counties. Yeah. There's dry. There's dry towns in Alberta too. Mm-hmm. Is there really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Like Mormon towns, but like you could definitely go to bars in Salt Lake City. Mm. All right. Do so we want to get only in- the ones they built for the Olympics? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, Joe Sackick, shout out 2002 Salt Lake. Oh, nice. Big goal. Big yeah. goal. Uh, and he got drunk after. Yeah, oh, definitely got drunk after. Do we want to get into the, the 10 they questions? I had to bring their own beer, though. What? The 10 questions, NFL. Uh, I wanted to first talk yeah, about... Yeah, go for it. I wanted to talk about... Uh, I mean, me and Mike were talking about it last night, like 10 minutes before Troy Aikman brought it up. But this whole Todd Gurley storyline is ridiculous. What do you mean? Like, he's catching all the blame when the defense could have made a stop. Oh yeah, like yeah. it's ridiculous. Well, they, yeah, I agree. I agree that like, like he's, he shouldn't so, be blamed for them to lose the game, but that was yeah. he. That was but, a ridiculous. As idea. as mistakes go, if your mistake leads to a touchdown, that's one of the better mistakes that you can. Yeah. Make. What if he fumbled the ball? That would have been way worse. Like there's there's so many, but he's he's ca- he's like he's getting the blame. Like the narrative around it is like Todd Gurley, what a stupid move. He lost them the game, and it's like no, if Atlanta's fucking defense could stop anything then they would have been fine. I think both things made them lose the game. I think he made a mistake, and then their defense sucked. I think he made... Yeah. And I, plus everything else leading up to that. But yeah. I think if your I think if your mistake leads to putting seven points on the board, it's not as big of a deal as giving up seven points with, like, what, like a minute and 30 seconds left? But if he didn't do that, they would have won. Sure. And it was definitely a mistake. But right. if they also had made the stop, they would have won. So it's the same. Yeah. So they should be getting equal flack, not all the flack on Todd Gurley. Sure, but it's still a mistake. I have a soft spot for Todd <laughs> like Gurley. I think he gets a lot too much. That I think helps that, your fantasy team. Well, no, I also just think the knee injuries are overblown. Uh, it hasn't affected him all this year. I think it was it was just, um, I think it was just uh, Sean McVay last year. He was out of his good graces. It's happening well, right well, now. With it, Cooper, it, it's it, happening right it, now. It's played in the playoffs the year before. But the Super Bowl, he didn't play at they all. He didn't even play yeah. in the Super Bowl. Or he, I think he did play, but it was all uh, what's the guy's name? C.J. Anderson was the guy getting all the carries in that game, yeah. which was crazy because I think he was hurt. Anyways, I just wanted to put that out there just because uh, it was kind of annoying me. It was like it's like, like 
Man, the, I think I think it's you're not telling the whole story if you think it's all Todd Gurley's fault, which is what was kind of happening. And I, like his his production's gone way down the last two years too. Oh, like, yeah, I'm just looking at sure. it. Sure, despite like his yards per carry and that year they went to the Super Bowl was his best sure. Year. You're like running backs regress quickly, but I don't think I don't know if it's because no, of some, it. man something when they that year when something they went to the happened, Super Bowl yeah, something happened. happened to him like at the start of the playoffs because he was like. Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, he was know. averaging five yards And then carry. he didn't play in the playoffs. And then next year, he wasn't good. Yeah. And then he's been the same ever since. Like, he's been the same. I don't know if he's. Yeah. The same Todd Gurley mm-hmm. for those two years. I don't know what happened to him. He's been better this year than he was last year. Barely. I'm looking exactly at the numbers the right now. I'm in fantasy. And it was just like. He's a good fantasy night, player. It was night and day. He's a way better fantasy player than yeah. he is. A, it was night and day between last year and this year. He's, Anyways, he's like. He's getting him a lot of touchdowns. They're giving him yeah, the goal line touchdowns. Like, his yards per carry are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the O the O line is not good for running in uh, Atlanta. Anyways, let's let's move on. I just wanted to talk about that. Let's not. We're not. I'm not really gonna talk about how good Todd Gurley is. I just thought it was a little unfair. The yeah, narrative, the I think it was. That. It was just such a weird play too. With like you have Jamie Collins standing there signaling touchdown. Yeah, on the defense. That's what it is too. Like, like, you never like. I've never seen anything like that. No, so that's neither. why everyone's gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to get into the the uh, the questions now. Yeah. All right. So this is for going into week eight. Our ten questions are number one: Are the New England Patriots actually this bad, or are we getting tricked into this again? Because we it seems like we do this every year, where it's like, oh, the Patriots are done. This is it. It's over. And then, then they win eight in a row and go to the. You got to define NFC, what done the is. Is the, is the dynasty done? Yes. Are, they, are they are they done being a competitive football team? No. Do you think they're making the playoffs this year? I think because there's an extra wild card, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But I I. I also think they're like the dynasty's over. They're not winning another Super Bowl, like with Belichick. Probably until not. they get maybe maybe if they get another quarterback. But I don't, I just don't see it. Uh, they've drafted horribly too. Like the last last year was ridiculous. They drafted like three tight ends. Yeah, and then they like, even I, well, they, like the only. And then Belichick's dog made a stupid draft. The only. <laughs> Yeah, that guy fucked like, What an idiot. The only, uh, I think the only Pro Bowl player they've drafted since 2012 is Chandler Jones, who's in Arizona, mm-hmm. which is and, cr- crazy dude, to think I, about. The numbers, like Chandler Jones is one of the least talked about yeah. like superstars yeah. in the NFL. They're, when they played the Rams the other week, or sorry, no, it was during the... Um, the Seahawks? It was during the Seahawks game. They, they showed the sacks and pressures percentages. He was like identical to Aaron Donald. Yeah. And he just gets no talk, no, yeah. uh, no love. And he's like, I wouldn't say he's as good because interior pressure is more disruptive than outside pressure, but it's like pretty close. I'm just looking at their schedule. I'm going to say, I'm going to make a... uh, They have an easier schedule coming up, don't they? No. They're not making the play. You don't think so? The the AFC East has has like... One of the hardest. Their schedule is not. It's it's okay. It's uh, it's average. I'd say. I think they because they've already played the the Seahawks. They've already played. They've already played. Dolphins are good though. The 49ers, They've already played. Uh, have they played the Rams? They have yet? the Bills. They have the Bills twice. They have the Ravens. They, they have, have the Rams. They have to play the Rams. Yeah. They are at the Chargers. That's not a gimme. No. They are at the Rams. Then they have the Jets. Dolphins at the Dolphins. My God. Not know. a gimme either. No. Cardinals. They don't. They have the Jets are really their only gimmies. Do you have a Tua question in there? I do not. We did two okay, last so week. Okay, let, so let's let's talk. We talked about Tua completely last week. Yeah. Whether he's going to be good or not, we did touch on it. Or last just week. if this. We, I think last week we just talked about if it was the right time to switch. Yeah, it. we can talk about it now if you want. Um, I mean, if you if we're veering off, this is your no. Go ahead. This is your it's thing, fine. man. It's a it's I don't a free it's your, a free freelance I don't step podcast. On your toes. Okay, well, 
I was just thinking, I don't think Tua is going to be as good as Herbert or Burrow. Like, I don't think it's even going to be. I think, well, I think it's tough to, I don't know how, this might be a little bit overblown. Alabama quarterbacks just always have, like, first-round pick wide receivers. He had three of them. Mm -hmm. He he actually had five of them, if you count Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell, who will be first-round picks this year. So it's like, is he going to be that same quarter? I'm leaning towards no. And I just I I see this thing where everybody's expecting him to come out and be like Joe Burrow and and uh, Justin Herbert and start throwing 300 yard games right off the bat. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he proves me wrong. I just I don't really see it. I I don't think he's that good. I don't know. I mean, I'm a little biased because I I'm an LSU fan and I saw I watched I watched division. Alabama the entire time. Well, I, yeah. I, I actually, I'm actually not taking that into account at all yeah. right now. Like, I'm not. I know a lot of the time I play the joking, like, really biased fan on here, but like, I'm actually not. I actually just don't like if if Bert, like if Herbert was on the Dolphins, I would say the same thing. Right. Like if Tua was on the Chargers, like I'd say the same thing. I just don't think Tua is as good as people think. I think the fact that he was on Alabama really helps, and I think history proves my my point with Alabama quarterbacks. Did you think Justin Herbert was going to be this good, though? No, I did I, not. I didn't I, think so, but I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be better than what people thought because I saw him as a a more refined thrower. He's kind of similar to Josh Allen in the in the fact that he's he's like he's got the big arm. He's a runner, but he started his career in with the Chargers with a ton of weapons already there. Yeah. So that's I kind of thought like he's he's going to be able to do stuff because he's got Keenan Allen, he's got Hunter Henry. He's got Austin Eckler. He's got um, Mike Williams. Like he's got a lot of of stuff to work with over there. So I, I thought like he's probably going to be productive. Uh, I think the thing too I saw the uh, like Pro Football Focus was talking about kind of the comparisons between Herbert and Burrow, and the difference is Burrow's been better, but Herbert's had like the more flashy plays. Like they're completely different player. I guess their production's been about the same, but Burrow's been consistently good the whole time. Where Herbert's been. He'll have the flashy, he's like the flash in the pan. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, that He'll have the flashy throwdown field. That one game he had two sixty-yard passes yeah, ex- or whatever, exactly. like, something stupid like that. And it's just interesting that like you can get the same production so I just, far yeah. out of those two well, guys. Well, I, I just, th- I, I think Burrow's just a better quarterback I think personally. He is too. But I, I, I mean, that's just rem- that's to that's remaining to be seen. Um, but uh, yeah, I do. I think Joe Burrow's a better quarterback than Justin Herbert. Um, and I think once he gets some kind of an O-line, we're, we're going to start seeing that a lot more. Uh, so how but much... Yeah, two is not going to be as good. Back to the questions here. Number two, how much money would you feel comfortable betting on the Chiefs outright over the Jets this week? They're 20-point favorites as of now. Like on the spread or money line? No, just money line. Like, I'm, what point would you be like, okay, I'm a little unsure about this? Half my bank account. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not going to say how much that is. Well, that's like you know, you got to. I think we need like a amount here. But half my honestly, man, it wouldn't be net, it wouldn't be that high. I think really. It's feel, yeah. I, I don't think you need a number if somebody's putting half their yeah. fucking net worth on the line. It regardless of number. But the Chiefs like, got smoked by the money. Raiders. I know yeah, the Jets are worse. The Jets are like one of the worst teams I've ever seen. I once it got to like a thousand dollars, I'd start to be like pretty like I'd be like this is crazy. Yeah. Dude, the NFL, yeah, a team can lose any week. Yeah. Mahomes, can, Mahomes gets hurt but, like the first play. Uh, maybe, but even then, like, dude, they would they would run the fuck over them. Yeah, maybe a ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, 
They would just do little dump offs to Kelsey and then run with Clyde and Le'Veon, and then they'd still win. The problem is, though, you're betting ten grand, you're getting what, like four hundred dollars? Yeah, back? if you bet, <laughs> like you, it's, like, you so bet, it's like not a good bet. Yeah. You bet ten grand, you get yeah four hundred dollars back. Yeah, get, so like that's why I would always feel I would always be like this is a stupid bet. Like you, I don't feel good about. You this. bet a hundred bucks, you make four. Yeah, like, like that's ridiculous. <laughs> so it's I one dollar, I'd be like I don't like this. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting four sets. Yeah, yeah, nobody's touching that game. Not outright, at least like no. the spread they'll touch. Yeah, 20, no, people touch points, the spread. Twenty points is a lot. Yeah, um, I would either way, I would like, still take the Chiefs on with. I think I might minus too. twenty. That's a lot of points. Yeah, but that is a lot. I'm not of taking. The, I'm not. If I have to go one way or the other, I'm taking the Chiefs on. The I might. I I would do Jets to cover, maybe. Would you? Just because it would get you more I money, s- probably, right? No, no it's, it's the same. Spread's, spread's always oh, the yeah, exact yeah, yeah. same. I'm. You guys. I, that's what I said. You guys got to teach me how to gamble. The bit. spread. They make the spread so that it like is even on both sides. So it's, okay, cool. That's cool. And you get ninety percent yeah, of your money yeah, back, right? Yeah, that makes sense. And then they keep whatever's in the middle. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I again, I a, a lot, lot of money, uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, how ridiculous is it that DK Metcalf slipped to the second round? When you think about where he was and like coming into, he was getting all that hype coming into the draft. Well, I think is that is he like the case for why the combine is stupid? Because his combine, it was like this guy's a disaster. His three cones <laughs> suck. Like, yeah, like who gives it? Like yeah, but he was all look but, at him. But the combine yeah. was also like really positive for him too. He ran like a four but the, three. Yeah, and exactly. Had, and he had, but like then a, he bombed he like, a couple things. And they're like, like, I don't the, know. He had like the craziest vert. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't even. Know that makes it even. That's kind of like. I think, but I think he's kind of proving them right though because he went to seattle and seattle has that like all all encompassing wide receiver in lock yeah so you, like he didn't he doesn't have to do anything but run go routes right. and like slight slants where like russell just leads him and he beats them like if you watch he's not really running a like a like a huge route tree all of his passes are like he's just deep yeah but like if you have like, a and, it, yeah. and that's like that's like what they said about him so it's like if you he went to the right team because they had somebody else that could cover <laughs> all the other roles on their offense. I think the Patriots took Nikhil Harry in the first round. That yes. year. like that's like yes, sure. That's that's definitely like it, right now it looks ridiculous, but I think in context, it's actually really not that ridiculous. To me, it is. I, I, I think just, he could have done like he could have went to any team, and he still would have been good. Like no, oh, I'm sure he would. Yeah, yeah, he would be good. He's he's a freak. Yeah. But their problem was a first round wide receiver is usually a guy that does fucking everything. That's what that's what you're supposed to draft in the first round. Right. Obviously the Bengals drafted <laughs> John Ross, so that kind of like well, counters the argument, but you can't use them as the shining example of what to do in the draft. So like to be fair, um so like I I don't know. I think I think hindsight's like, obviously 2020, so yeah, like you pick him in the first round. But they were right on what his role would be in the NFL. In the NFL, I'd rather have DK Metcalf than Rashawn Gary right now. <laughs> yeah, like, like he was taken at twelfth. <laughs> that was a bad like. Yeah. Speaking of teams that don't draft well, like they're yeah. trying, they're becoming they're, the Patriots. Their the later NFC. round picks are like all kidding. Yeah. it's like the top two rounds where they're blowing it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and, like I you mean, look at the receivers that were taken ahead of him, like. He's better than all of them. Jair Alexander was look, a good pick. Look, I, I've I've agreed yeah, with that. Yeah, like it's just but like, I think no, con- no, no. But I think context actually, the like context does matter because if you're looking at it at face value, what they said he was going to be is what he was going to be is what he is. Actually, yeah. I think. Would you rather so, have AJ so, Brown than him? Yeah. Yeah. So I think AJ Brown's the one. 
It's like I'd rather have him than Nicole Hardman. Yeah, Ortega White. Yeah, <laughs> Paris Campbell, Andy yeah. Isabella, yeah. Marquise Brown. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. have him. And then Nikhil Harry. Yeah. So uh, Debo Samuel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he's been hurt, so I think and, uh, Debo's the, pretty good. But he's been hurt like his whole career. Yeah. He's hurt again. I mean, I mean, obviously, obviously, I'd take Metcalf, but yeah, I, like I'm not saying this to slight Metcalf at all. I just think he fits in that offense so perfectly. Russell Wilson throws the best deep ball in the NFL. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, and that's he's a deep ball receiver. He just went to the right team, and now he's making people eat crow because of what they said. But really, if you break down what they said, they said this guy is not going to run in a, a like a a big route tree. He's going to do what he does, and he's going to do it really well. Can you fit that on your team? Maybe these teams at the time thought we don't have that guy that can avoid this guy getting double covered, like Lockett. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we don't we, we might not be able to get this guy open and it might be a massive waste. Packers would have. <laughs> they would have. They have yeah. Devontae Adams. Yeah, that would have been a great pick. Yeah. A lot of teams have a get one guy. Yeah. So but like you know what I mean? Like I, I'm trying to I know what you're flip saying. the argument a little bit because obviously looking at it right now, it's like this is crazy that he went in the second round. But And the like analysts, the last pick of the second round. The analysts too. were still right about what he is. I disagree. I don't think he's they a thought, first round yeah. talent. I don't think they would. At the end of the day, sure, he's a first round talent. Sure, sure, he's a first round talent. But the at the time, yeah. What did they evaluate him as? They evaluated him as a guy that's going to run a small route tree and he's going to do it very but I'm, well. But I'm, my point is like their evaluations are stupid because he's a first sure, round pick. Like sure. the, like the oh his three cone drill sucked. I don't care. He's a, he's sure. going to take him in the first Look, round. I agree with you too. I'm just trying to I'm trying to argue the other side. I'm trying to like add a little depth to the conversation. I think I I think that's a little bit valid too. He just, he went to the best possible location for him to go other than maybe Green Bay. Yeah. Well, I, I guess. Okay, so we have the the most significant event of next Tuesday is the NFL trade deadline that's coming up. Tuesday, November 3rd, NFL trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Uh will any of our teams, Bills, Packers, Bengals, will they make a move at the uh, deadline? We need to fix our our D-line. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Um, I didn't think Star Latulale was this important, but apparently he is. He's an unbelievable run stuffer. He always demands a double team. Uh, and like, yeah, like we have to fix the D line. We're getting like, like this is a stat that I thought was incredible to see. Carlos, uh, sorry, Jerry Hughes has the best pass rush percentage in the entire NFL. Hmm. The best. And our and we have like one of the lowest sack numbers. So that means the rest of the line is an absolute joke. They're doing nothing. Yeah. Like how is this guy leading the league in uh in like a, a pass rush category when like our pass rush looks so anemic on the screen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I just we need to fix that. And that's my little spiel. I think I feel like I've been talking too much. The uh <laughs> It's a podcast, man. Yeah, that's I know. I'm I'm just going off. The uh I think the Bengals will probably do something. They have guys they can like they want to move off of John Ross. I think like he hasn't even been playing. I think somebody would take a chance on him. Uh, I think they'll probably move one of the veteran guys for a pick. Maybe like I don't know what else they're gonna do. They already moved Dunlap. Um, they're also apparently they're in on Quinn and Williams, who the Jets are trying to trade, which is hilarious. I heard, yeah, I heard the Bills wanted to get in on him, but I don't think the Jets are gonna trade him to us. No, the uh, they're asking for a second round pick, and I just like I would do that. Like especially with the Bengals, like it'll be like the thirty eighth pick probably, but. 
Man, imagine you're getting a third a overall pick. Third overall. Yeah, oh, and they they have history with this too because they traded Sheldon Williams. They picked him 13. They, <laughs> they traded they, Sheldon Williams three picked, years later. They traded Jamal Adams. Yeah, same thing. Like, yeah, pick. it's like, what are you guys doing? Like, no wonder they're not any good. No, they stink. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> the the Packers. They're gonna make any moves? They're looking for a receiver. Apparently, they're they're interested in Will Fuller. Cause yeah, that would make a lot of sense actually. Um, and they have ten picks. That would help me. Next year, they have three. You have Will Fuller? No, I have Brandon Cooks. Oh. They have three fourth-rounders next year, so I feel like they can put together some sort of draft pick. Yeah, I'm sure you could get something. Apparently, the Texans. Three fourth-rounders, you said? Yeah. The Texans don't have any picks. No, so so they want And I think the Texans are saying they're, like, shopping Cooks and Fuller. Yeah, I saw Cooks back to the Patriots was something Um, that was getting talked about. Oh. (laughs) Because there was was rumors earlier in the year about A.J. Green and the Packers. Yeah. But I think they maybe – Taking my stance on AJ Green, he had a, he had another big game, know, so he's. But I'd rather have Will Fuller. Yeah, because Green's got the big cap hit too. Yeah. So. Yeah, f- like Green's on the. Uh, what's his contract? Like he's on he... the franchise tag right now. Okay, yeah. but Fuller, I think, is just a straight up free agent at the end of the season. So would Green. Yeah, Green. Yeah, but you got to pay him. Yeah. I didn't realize this. Just a side note: that with the NFL cap, that your cap space rolls over into the next year. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Like whatever space you have, you carry over with you to the next year. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why the people are saying the, the Cowboys aren't going to trade for a quarterback. Because if they trade for Fitzpatrick, they have to carry that. Yeah, right. they'll, they'll just roll over the space yeah. until next year. Yeah. That's so, kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that, but it's cool, I guess, if you have space. But yeah, I think Packers receivers, the big thing, and then maybe they'll try and upgrade a linebacker yeah. if they can't. But uh, Has the most significant trade already been made? We saw Yannick and Gawkway got traded to the Baltimore Ravens recently. Uh, Everson Griffin went from the Cowboys to the Lions. The Lions are bulking up for a playoff run, I guess. They're now three and three. Do we do we see any other a move more significant than that in the future? Um, I I think that trade that trade was like that Ngakwe trade was the best we're gonna see. Yeah, yeah. probably right. Yeah. He's there's he's one of he's like twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> like. He's like an elite pass rusher, and he went to one of the best teams. Like, who's even been like rumored that would be bigger than that? Has there been a- like would AJ Green be bigger than that? No, I don't think at this point. No. I don't think so. Matt Ryan's name's been out there, but like, I don't like you're not going to trade a qu- for a trade for a quarterback midseason unless you're the Cowboys. Yeah, but the, the, you're not going to like I, like I was saying. I don't think they're going to take that. I don't think so either. It. But I'm um, just saying, who's the Falcons' backup? I think it's Matt Schaub, still, <laughs> no. which or he might be in. In uh, in Texas mm-hmm. or Houston, but it, it, I had no idea that Matt Schaub was still in the NFL. Like I remember him in like Madden. 03. Do you remember he was like an like an MVP candidate one year? Like that he had like a year on the Texans where he was yeah. like crazy. I think he beat the Bengals in the playoffs that year. Yeah, yeah, he's their backup right now. Thirty nine year old Matt Schaub. That's good. Yeah. Get him in there. Get some handoffs for my boy Gurley. <laughs> uh, so, do we see the Cincinnati Bengals making an in season coaching change? Uh, no. I'm talking coordinator, head coach. No, oh, coordinators. Maybe. I, th- I don't think head coach. Their defense has been so bad that I think they might fire the defensive coordinator. But he's really close with uh, Zach Taylor. I was gonna call him Sean Taylor. Uh, they uh, they were together in Miami. Yeah, RIP. Mm-hmm. They were they were together in Miami. They I don't know. They've they're also very cheap. They're like historically cheap. They don't want to pay guys not to coach for them, mm-hmm. which was all why Marvin Lewis was there for so long. Because whenever they were bad, he had years left on his contract, and then they were good when his contract expired. That's, so that's like so frustrating to 
be a fan of a team that's, that's, op- that that's operating that's, like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> like we know this guy's not a great coach, but like the man, he's cheap. He's 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 affordable. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep him. It's not like, even that he was cheap. <laughs> they just didn't want to pay him like, not to coach them. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's frustrating, but he's kind of used to it at this point. Uh, yeah, so I'll probably say no on that one. But I mean, they're not gonna. I the, maybe their like, head coach. There's no way. Yeah, this because all the players like him. It's really weird. It's not like they were expected to be really like good. Yeah, but like, like dude, like some of the things that have happened have, are like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want like pay attention. To the like losing like, the. Uh, like, Bengals aren't on my radar. Come yeah, on, man. Like, they're, they're really not. Like the way they lost last week, that can't happen. Right. Like Baker. But, like, but it's definitely different if you like had expect. Like we, we I think we can sure, go eight and eight. Sure. Like I don't think anyone was. The Bengals were projected to be like a five and eleven team. No. So I think you give it a. And their schedule lightens up a little bit too. They've, Give it a little bit of time after the after the bye. They've had some. As tough Aaron games. says, you want some coaching consistency. The, yeah. the worst thing that could happen is you just come turn into a franchise. That you're just rolling over coaches. You're, then you're the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, so we've obviously talked about the concerns with the Bills' defense. Are you concerned at all with their running game? And does somebody yes. other than Josh Allen need to emerge as their lead? Because Allen's been yes. their lead rusher, I think, the last three weeks. Um, I think that last week uh, Zach Moss was, but. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. And Allen was like right there behind yeah, him because he he was just like, yeah, yes. And do I blame the running backs? No, I actually blame our offensive line, who have been very good in pass protection, but have been like absolutely horrible in ru- in uh, in uh, run blocking. Yeah. So I blame the the offensive line more. I I would love it if somebody would step up and uh and take the reins a little bit, but. Like, there's a reason I was an advocate for Le'Veon Bell coming to the Bills. Like, yes, I yeah. think our, our our run game is a huge problem. Um, and I think it might improve a little bit because John Feliciano just got uh, called, uh, like, just got reinstated from the from the injury reserve. He was a pretty good run blocker last year. So they, uh, um, maybe it yeah. might improve. I don't know. But, yes, a short answer is yes, and I'm concerned. To, I, just, I haven't seen a ton of Bills games, but just from what I've seen, Devin Singletary doesn't look the same as he did last year. He looks like a. I don't know. He's not as like. And he was never explosive, but he doesn't look. Well, like... Well, he was more slippery. Yeah, like he doesn't. He like doesn't. People, he's not breaking as many. Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, but that's that could also be like these, the line. The line. Yeah. Like it, it definitely could. Mm-hmm. I don't. Like, I'm not um, sophisticated <laughs> yeah. enough to be studying the the run blocking schemes and shit. Right. So maybe maybe by next week I'll learn all the run blocking and I'll get back to you. <laughs> right, but, I'll know yeah. all of it. <laughs> yeah, I'll know it all. So next week I'll get back to you with a full report. But as of, <laughs> as of right now, I'm worried with nothing to back Fair. it up. Uh, has Matt LaFleur put, put his name in the conversation with the best coaches in the NFL? I would say Belichick's obviously up there. Kyle Shanahan's there. Is Matt LaFleur in that conversation? Andy Reid? Well, I think – that the question is Harbaugh. basically is is the Packers Tomlin because they're the regular season record now with Matt Lafleur is eighteen and four yes and then they're one and one in the playoffs I believe mm-hmm. so I think what you're basically asking is like is the Packers roster the reason for this but I don't think and I don't think it is no. that good Aaron Rodgers is a big part of it mm-hmm. it's, but I'd like to see him like. Call a game without Rodgers. Yeah. That'd be fun. Well, he drafted his guy. Yeah. <laughs> we might be seeing Jordan that in a year Love. or two. I um, think yeah, I don't know. I think it's too soon to say that he's one of the best coaches in the NFL, but I think I think he's played a big part in their record. Like 
I can't, and I don't even know exactly what it is that he's doing because last year was their offense wasn't very good, and they got surprisingly had a good defense. Like Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith kind of came out of nowhere, and this year it's kind of reverted. The defense hasn't been as good, and now the offense has been really. That good. That seems like that's, that's like, a, like the Bills. Yeah. That's a, a trend around the NFL, I think. Like, and like for whatever reason, the uh, the no training camp and stuff has affected the defenses way more than the offenses. I think you just have, and the rules obviously are yeah. way more yeah. beneficial. To but I think last year they're all like. It, the Packers have kind of reverted back to what people thought they mm-hmm. would have been last yeah. year. Like, last year, people thought their offense would have been good and their defense isn't, and then it was the other way around. And now it's kind of come back. I saw a pretty good graphic. I, this is a little off topic, but I saw a good graphic, like, predicting teams' quarterbacks in 2022. and So uh, not next season, the year after? Yeah, and Rodgers was on the 49ers. Ooh, is home? Yeah. He's going back home? I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't know. I just thought I'd for say Projecting it. for next year? For not the year after. Or for 2022. <clears throat> yeah. Rodgers was on the 49 The team that should have drafted Jordan, him. Jordan Do you think he Love would go there? The Packers. Um, I think he might hold. He's the kind of guy to me that seems like he would hold a grudge because they took Alex yeah, Smith instead of him. it's a completely different. I know that. the ownership. I yeah, think I, it's completely different. I know, but like, I think he might be the I guy. I think that, he would go. You think he would go? At this point, I think he'd be like, they're, they're good. Like, I want to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he would go. Yeah. He would be like the piece that they'd need. Yeah. Like, Jimmy G's just not it. No, no, he is not it. But we had this conversation last year about Jimmy G, if he was it or not. And he went, they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I, and I, I continue to say he's up, still think, not it. But yeah. He wasn't it. He's not, like, he's... I think the conversation was, was he is he a top 10 quarterback? Nay. And I was, I was, like, pounding the table for no. They're banged up a lot, too. Like, their defense is banged up. All of their running backs are hurt. I think McKinnon's healthy, but they're trying to, like, hold him back. McKinnon's healthy, and Tevin Coleman's coming back. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to play this week. Yeah, he's, he's been practicing. Yeah, they don't, have, they don't have to. I, I have, have him too. stashed on my Me IR. Too. Yeah. They don't have to <laughs> activate him, but. Would you, just to finish this question, if you were making your, your coach, I know you just rattled off a bunch of coaches. I was half listening. <laughs> like, would you, if you had a coach's power rankings right now, like right now in the NFL, would you have Matt LaFleur in the top ten? Like, I don't, yes. Would you? Yeah. Top ten, yeah. Yeah. Very bottom yeah. of the top ten. Like, would you have eight. Sean McDermott? Probably not. No. Just Where would he be? So you that's what I was actually gonna ask you that next. Would you have LaFleur over Sean McDermott? I think I, I would just I would right now. Yeah. Just because the Bills haven't been as good this year. And like, the thing, the like you weeks? said he's a defensive guy and their defense has been yeah. mm-hmm. not good. But I mean, but obviously could, take this could change this, obviously weeks take from now. this with a grain of salt. I heard that in the second half against the against the Jets, he took over defensive play calling from <laughs> right. Leslie Fraser, and we only gave up four yards the entire the entire uh, half. So that's obviously huge grain of salt, yeah. maybe a chunk of salt. But so Leslie Fraser's got to go. Maybe yeah. he's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's the problem. Listen, yeah. Leslie. Yeah, you gotta go. Uh, is there so? Is there any chance we all assume the Jets are going to get the first overall pick? Is there any chance that Trevor Lawrence refuses to play for them and kind of pulls an Eli? No you don't think so? No. Would he stay in college? I think if you if you I think if I'm Trevor Lawrence and this is obviously Dude, you're stupid to like not go play in the I in agree. New York that market. Yeah. It's New Eli York. Eli didn't refuse to play in San Diego yeah, to go I was to New York. Reading about that recently. Do you know why he refused? Apparently it was because of the um the handling of the Ryan Leaf thing. Right. Because Peyton went one pick ahead of Ryan Leaf, and I guess they were always – they kind of stayed in touch. And he was – I guess Ryan Leaf said they never helped him with any of his personal issues. And so, so that was a big part of it. Was right. He said, I'm not going there if you're going to treat people like that. 
Wow, standing up for mental. So health. that's a yeah, that's a say, that's a more shit. reasonable than just like I don't want to play in that city. Yeah, like the Eric Lindros. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, God bless. Just him. another thing with the Eric Lindros. I read about that recently too. They traded him to two different teams, and they had to go to like arbitration to settle which team. Like they made a deal at the same time with Dude, the Rangers and the Flyers. The, the like the reason the Colorado Avalanche won the cup is because of that Eric Lindros yeah, trade. Yeah, like they got a haul. They got yeah. like Forsberg. Yeah, I can't remember what all the draft the draft picks turned into. It was insane. Yeah. But since we're on that, I'm going to bring it up. Call it, would you call it a Brett yourselves. Hall or a Bobby Hall? <laughs> it, was, it might have been maybe both um, combined. The, the, Did the you tandem <laughs> Hall? Brett Hall's son, too, this week. I guess he's a goalie. TSN was doing a thing where they tweeted out, like, why you never made the end. Like, tell us why you never made oh, the yeah, NHL. Yeah, 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 and he's funny. like, because my dad and grandfather combined for, like, twenty or 2,000 goals in the NHL, and I decided to be a goalie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> With respect. Yeah. 2,000 million <laughs> goals. Uh, so the trade, they got Steve Duchesne, Ron Hextall, Kerry Huffman, Reich Michi. Are we Mike... moving on to hockey now? No, 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 no. <laughs> so they doing? got Steve Duchesne, Ron Hextall, Kerry Huffman, Mike Ricci, the rights to Peter Forsberg, and the Flyers' first round pick in 92, which was seventh and overall. 93. And 50 million, 15 million. Two first round yeah. picks. So they and got a, So dollars. you're telling me they got a guy that leads NHL history in a, in a category. Mike Ricci, ugliest man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be in the NFL, in the NHL. Yeah. Wow, they got this was they got a Hall of Fame so ugly man. This was the trade from the Rangers. This was the trade that they agreed to with the Rangers. It's also pretty good. They would get Tony Amante, Alexei Kovalev, John Van Beesbrook, Doug Waite, and three first that, round picks. That's better. And twelve million. It's that not might, better. It might be. And I guess Forsberg yeah. is like one of the best players ever. And only twelve million dollars instead of fifteen. Mo- pretty lot, crazy. A lot of the names in the first one. If that's you just, a three million dollar difference. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Even if you just went like Ricci, Forsberg, the two picks, and the $15 million, Hextall, that's crazy. And Hextall, Well, too, they had yeah. like Patrick Wall. Mm-hmm. They tra- yeah, I, I guess they got that late, him late. Yeah, they, yeah. I think they ended up trading Hextall. But um, anyways. What were we talking about? <laughs> we, were, we were in the, Trevor Lawrence. Say something. Trevor we were in the Lawrence. middle of the oh, yeah. burning I was gonna, So I, I don't think, like, no one's going re- <laughs> to no not go to New York, the New York market. Like that, even no matter how much of a tire fire the Tets are, the Jets are, I don't think anyone's gonna turn that down. I think this comes up. This comes up every year too when a tire fire of a team has the like. We heard it last year a little bit with Burrow. Is he gonna refuse to play for the Bengals? They rarely do. Yeah, like the last one was Eli. The thing that we don't consider is like I've been reading about this with the Fred Van Fleet stuff, like about how you might go to the Knicks. Is like you don't realize how much more money that gets you just by playing in a in that market that big. Mm -hmm. Because like. You immediately, like, your social media following is immediately 10 times bigger than it would be in any other city. Like, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Like, who's that guy who played with Fred? Ron and, Baker. Like, he has more followers yeah. on Twitter than Fred does. Yeah. Just because he played for the Knicks f- for a year. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to, all his agents and stuff are going to be like, you have to go to the Jets. Like, you're going to be the king of New York. It if just, I'm Trevor Lawrence, I say, Adam Gase better not be anywhere near this team. Greg Williams better not be anywhere near this team. And... You better fucking give me the starting job. And I want you to bat. re-carve the Statue of Liberty to just be a statue of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, those are pretty close. Those are my three demands. That they're, It's not that hard. Take it or leave it. It's not that hard. Take it or leave and it. They'd probably be like, we'll do it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a zero chance. Like... I do. Of all the teams that it's going to happen to, it's probably going to be them. I think, and a guy like I this. Think like, New, this is the perfect New York storm, or I L.A., I don't... I, I think you, no matter yeah. how t- much of a tire fire the team is, like, you're going there. It's, Any other city, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like, if it was the... 
this was the Bengals in that situation, like, yeah, he's going to be like, I don't want to go there. <laughs> he might. Because this, to me, is a perfect storm of maybe, I guess, outside of the market, but it's a perfect storm of all the ingredients to force this kind of thing where it's a team that's a tire fire. It's a quarterback who's been the first overall pick this year since he was a freshman. Like, everybody knew this was going to happen. Like, he's been he's one of the most hyped college players that we've seen in a long time. And there's going to be teams that are going to have the ability to move up, whether it's like when you look at the teams that are going to be picking in the top five, the, obviously the Dolphins aren't necessarily going to want to do this, but they're going to have two first-round picks. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of things there. But if I had to bet right now, I think he he's a New York Jet next year. Yeah. I have to put any money on it. I hope he's not, but I think he yeah. is. You got – Yeah. You're gonna have like all his 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 people are gonna be in his ear, being like, "You are gonna be the king of New York City." Like, just go. To you are Daniel Jones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like one of the that's other thing too. The Giants are shit too. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you if you turn the Jets into anything, you're like running yeah. that town. Or like, I mean, the how many wins do the Giants have? Two now. So two, they're out yes. of the race. Yeah, oh yeah, like the yeah. that's my biggest <laughs> thing. With, like, they're out of the race. If you once you get two, you're pretty. Like I think the Jets could the maybe. Jets can maybe they'll get squeak one. out one. They'll yeah. they'll shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah, so the Bengals are I don't toast. Think, yeah, I don't think I thought they were going to get it last week against the Bills. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh my! Oh, they were god. flirting with it last week. Oh yeah. my god, was I scared? <laughs> I was. Mike Mike saw me. I, everything was negative. Everything. <laughs> Every, like he was like I was a mess in charge like of like Luke had more guys going early they were playing each other yeah. in fantasy I was a mess but like the projections were like still Aaron winning by a lot and he's like my fantasy I'm getting killed in fantasy <laughs> everything like, was <laughs> everything sucked like yeah. I was like I was like this food tastes like shit this fucking water has a weird taste everything fucking Luke's sucks absolutely murdering me Is like it hot in here Luke was like, like sitting there looking at the projections like dude like you're still they're still saying you're gonna win by third <laughs> I was in I was in panic mode. I was in negative Nancy. I don't blame you. Like, I was like, first of all, we can't even, like, uh, like we haven't even talked about this. We didn't even score a touchdown. Yeah. We got six, six field, field goals. goals to win against the fucking Jets. Yeah. So, am I confident going into this week? No. Not at all. Who are you playing? The Patriots. Oh, yeah. This is the game. This is supposed well, you play, to be. You, you, haven't, you, haven't played, you haven't even played me yet, right? I know, but this is supposed to be the, like the. The statement game. Spit everywhere. This, this is, is the, passing of the, the passing of the torch in the AFC East. Oh, it should be, but it, I don't know if this it's is. Uh, be. Yeah, this is big. Um, final question. Will all four teams from the NFC West make the playoffs? Is there any, any chance that that happens? All four of them are in a playoff spot right now. I, I don't think so, because I think the Bears. And the NFC what? West. Okay. I, I think the, the Bears and the Packers <laughs> are probably both going to make it. Yeah. And I think the, think uh, the Saints and the Bucks. Do you are, think the Bears are going to hold yeah, on? Yeah, so it's going to come down to the Saints or the Niners is the race right now. Because the other, like... I don't think... The, well, the Bears... Like, do I don't think the Cardinals... I don't think the Cardinals make it. I don't... I don't, know if the 40, I don't know if the 49ers make it. I think the 49ers make it. They haven't looked good. I know they had a lot of injuries, but they looked really three good. Wild card they looked teams, right? really good last. I, I didn't watch the that last. Game. They killed the the Patriots. last two weeks. They've looked really good. The yeah. difference they got. What's their? What is their cornerback's name for who? For the 49ers. they got Richard him. Richard Sherman. No, it's the other one. Verrett? Jason no, Verrett? No, that's not his name. I he, they got him back in the Rams game because I was watching the Rams game and they just he just shut it down. And it was like it was like night and day. They were talking about it on the Tremaine broadcast. Brock? It's Jason Verrett. 
Carlos sure. Rogers. Maybe it's Jason. Brad. He's been like one of the best corners in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. And he was, he's just like, since they've gotten him back, they've like dismantled the Rams and the new England Patriots. Mm-hmm. So I think they're back. Personally. Emmanuel Mosley. That, that actually is that's it. it. That's who. That's I, actually it. Never even heard of that guy. Me neither. Yeah, but he was like for Rettsler best corner. He was lights out. Forty ers hopeful Emmanuel Mosley can but add I think, to. Boost I think defense. having having another like the secondary like depth is like very important. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I I just I remember watching that game and them talking about Mosley or Mosby Mosley. I don't, I don't know. There's, Ted a, yeah, Mosby. There's, there's an article here from like before yeah, last. I was week, thinking more. Hopefully, Mis- I was thinking more Mr. Mosby boost, from Boost Sweet Life. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I agree with them. I think I think that uh, he, <laughs> he is. did. He did. I think he has. Uh, anyways, Next all right. Crush. That's it for the questions. That's the questions. Good because we're getting deep into the football talk here, and we have three more categories to talk about. You want to get into the two NHL? More. There's two more. Well, we got oh, UFC, UFC. Yeah, yeah a little bit of that. And then we have our hypothetical. hypothetical. Uh, yeah, so the Travis Dermott thing. We can run through this stuff quick. Yeah, the NHL stuff's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, the tra- Well, most of it is. The Travis Dermott thing came out, like, seconds after we were done recording last Literally, week. Literally, yeah. He was, so and I was going to add it into the edit, but I didn't. One year, 874, I think, is the deal. Yeah. So that, that kind of just reeks of, like, they... I heard, I think Brian Hayes said this. So He's to like, prove, me, prove it to me. Contract. They called him up. They're like, look, we have 875000 You come back and tell us what your contract is. <laughs> it has to be less than 875 yeah. You tell us what it is. Eight seventy four ninety nine. <laughs> I think we said, I said last week, I said anything more than a million, I'm going to be not happy. So yeah, that's I think a, we said I, 1. I, can't I think we said 1.2 collectively as a table. Yeah, like to me, that's a good deal. Like it's hard to complain about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I don't think he's guaranteed a spot by any means, but. What can you do? Mm-hmm. They also today re- uh, brought back uh, Michael Hutchinson oh, on yeah, a two-year he... deal. They're uh, they're f- the we got the Inferno here just heading out. Yeah, that's a little our, bit uh, of a distraction. That's our, Uf- that's our UFC <laughs> analyst. He's has heading out to a meeting. Uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so they brought Hutchinson back on a two-year deal. Uh, I think that just reeks of a guy they can expose to Vegas because he's got the two-year deal now. They have to expose mm-hmm. a goalie. Well, yeah, it's a minor league deal. I wanted I wrote that in there only because. We have Joseph Wall and Ian Scott that should, at this point, be at AHL level. Yep. And we're bringing in guys to maybe take that starting role in the AHL. I think. Are Are you worried about the development of our goaltending uh, prospects? I think this means to me that they have kind of some cor- excuse me, some sort of uh, inside information that they're going to have a taxi squad with a goalie on it. You know what I mean? Because Arendelle has to go through waivers. Mm-hmm. So I think that means Arendelle's probably going to be on the roster all year, and then Hutchinson is going to be down there kind of as the veteran guy with those two guys. Okay, That's just that's what I thought of when I first heard that. All right. Plus, I think Ian Scott is coming off of a injury, severe injury. Yeah. So I don't think he played much of last year. I don't think he played at all last year, if he did a I little bit. I think he played a little bit. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's – I think he was in the ECHL, though, right? That was my little inclination there, was that they must have some sort of inside information that they're – or it's just insurance that they lose uh, Dell and waivers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I just – I saw it, and my immediate thought was like, oh, are we not rolling with Wall or not? Yeah. Which I was like – I was like, I was kind of looking forward to seeing if they could step up. So, yeah, speaking of that, the AHL also released their, uh, their return-to-play plans for this year. They're going to yeah. start on the 5th of February. That's their plan. It's going to be like a 40-game season. Sorry, what? Who is? The AHL. The AHL. The okay. OHL is also going to start on the 4th of February. Okay, cool. Uh, and the Memorial Cup's been bumped back to uh, to June. But with both of these leagues, I don't know what, like, how is this going to work? Because they both have Canadian and American teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, how is that? I, I'm kind of 
Also, how's it going to work? Because with call-ups and, be, and before this, before this all happened, teams made contingency plans and have just been sending their players all over the world. Like we have like four guys that we just sent Russia. back to Russia, yeah. sent to Sweden, sent I've, to Finland. Like, do we bring all those guys back to fill our AHL rosters, or are we just going to see? An ECHL roster as our AHL team. I think, well, especially if there's an expanded taxi squad too, yeah. right? Like, I, to me, I th- I just think there's they'll probably bring the guys back that they can. Anybody yeah. that's like in Matt contention, Matt Hollowell, I think we just sent him to Russia like the other day. I think anybody that's in contention to play for the Leafs will come back and play mm-hmm. in the AHL. Like uh, Korshkov will probably be back here. Obviously, Letnin's going to be here. Yeah. Um, I think to me too, this also is good news for Rasmus Sandin. Because I had always, I'd been kind of on the the camp. I know we had a little bit of. An I argument think we about have this. eight eight defensemen on the roster. You think they're gonna, well, especially if there's a taxi squad yeah. too. Again, that's kind of the caveat here. Explain to people what you mean by a taxi squad. So the kind of the way they've done in baseball, yeah. where the rule was you had to have three extra players that didn't count against your roster or anything, and one of them had to be a catcher. So you got to carry just three extra guys for free, kind of around. They were like it didn't use up any of their minor league options, mm-hmm. but they weren't technically on the roster you couldn't use them in games but you could send guys back and forth between the taxi squad and the mm-hmm. the major league roster yeah so it's just like uh it's just something worked in for the covid yeah. situation yeah, yeah exactly just for because you kept saying it and i was like i know what you mean but i don't think people Fair might enough. not know what you mean so. yes yeah. so that would definitely one of the teams that would benefit the most to me would be the the maple leafs just mm-hmm. with their cap situation that they can carry a bunch of extra guys that don't count against the cap yeah that's huge yeah it's massive um do we think they're going to – also, the NBA, we'll get into this a little bit later, but the NBA is targeting December 22nd as a uh, return to play. They want – because obviously – I like that. They want to get their Christmas Day games in because yeah. that's you, a huge source of revenue. You don't want to be the opener. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, do we think the NHL is going to follow suit and try and bump things up a little bit? Because they're targeting January, January 1st 1. as their opening of camps, like not start of the season. I don't think so. I think, I think, they, I think they stay They probably course. just stay. Yeah, because I think the NBA's motivation for this has been they want to get everything back on track for next year. That's yeah. like, And they've said, I think they, they've got to hit 70 games because all of the um, the regional contracts, like the regional television contracts, require them to play 70 games to get the full payment. So they're going to want to do that too. So I think they're probably going to have a 70-game season starting December 22nd. Just throwing that out there. I yeah. think they <clears throat> I think they stay the course. Do you think the, the NHL, NHL do you yeah. think they're going to do an 82-game season? No. No. You think they're going to slowly like shift back No, to? I think they'll go they'll probably play 60 games this year and just go back next year. Maybe yeah. 60? Yeah, maybe less, maybe a little bit less. And then just, I was thinking more. And they just start in October again. You think they'll play more than 60? Yeah. Cuz I think they want to I think like the NBA they probably want to get back to October. I think they just October. have a I think they have a bigger problem with like revenue. Revenue than the NBA. And also I think another they almost need to play more games. They also need I think they more than the NBA need to need fans in the building oh, too. Yeah, so they got to sure. prolong this and hopefully mm-hmm. the later it goes the more time they have to uh we need only, to start we need to start real life bubble hockey. The only thing is every uh, arena they need to build a bubble <laughs> over the ice surface. <laughs> Just like just like in in bubble hockey, and we need to just have arenas be bubbles. The reason though that I think Drop the, the, the NBA's the uh, yeah. TV That's deals how it has to happen. no refs. In the there. NBA gets like a way bigger <laughs> percentage of the revenue from their TV deals, so that would be a reason mm-hmm. why they the NBA would want to play more games than the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't Sorry, know. I didn't hear you there. Like. The NBA gets more money from their T, like way more a percentage of their revenue from their TV, TV deals. deals yeah, so yeah. it's like more they they want to get as many games as in as they can. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if I like. Do you think there's going to be fans in, in? Like, do you think you'll be able to go to a Leafs game next year? No, no. 
like do you think it's just gonna be the same as like the NFL where it's up to the yes the state absolutely and the, the yeah. province? I think that's what they'll do for sure. I don't yeah. think you'll be able to not you you could probably go to a lease game in Florida, but and I don't Doug, think you're gonna be able to Doug go to a Ford, lease game in oh, I guess Say what you want about him, he's been very, very like strict with the COVID stuff. Yeah, except yeah, for the Blue, I don't think the Blue Jays. Yeah. Oh, they're playing. They're yeah. playing in Toronto. Which yeah. he didn't have. But then he backed off. Yeah. So well, it wasn't like, his decision. Yeah. I know, but he <laughs> but he he fell in the line. Yeah, is what I mean. He, yeah, he's he's been pretty uh pretty strict with yeah, it. Like other so, than uh, his own Thanksgiving dinner, he and his yeah strict. trips to the cottage and stuff when he was telling people not to go. Just like you may be able to go to a. Yeah, I would say probably every team in Canada is going to be maybe like the Jets. I don't know what the cases are like in Manitoba. But anyways, yeah, I, I I think they're we're not going to see fans in Canada. So do you guys want to talk about World Junior Selection Camp that just came out? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the really, I mean, obviously, there was the two only things surprise, that stood out to me. The only surprise was Shane Wright's there. I well, he's sixteen. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see that. Another surprise to me was Kirby Doc was on the. They added him late to the list. Yes, yeah, so and Lafreniere is not. Yeah, those I were the two things that stood out I to think me. Lafreniere's in I'm the surprised NHL yeah. next year for sure. Yeah, but I think to me the World Juniors are going to be done before the NHL starts. So I thought that was kind of weird. They didn't want to. That's true. But well, I guess he just wants to focus. Maybe on... they just have to get permission from the Rangers. Yeah, and they haven't got it. I guess they. And he... then maybe and then Kirby Doc got permission from the from the Blackhawks. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they got permission late. I think Lafreniere probably just wants. Well, to Yeah. Focus are we going to get another NHL. like super team this year? Yeah, but none of them are going to be playing. Is the only thing that's like where they're like when everywhere in Sweden and Russia and Finland they're all playing right now. What do you mean none of them are going to be playing? Like the OHL doesn't start till after the World he Juniors. Means, he means like none all of them. All of the like, like, four, like the like team Finland, like they're all going to be like have played all year, right? Like the OHL is not going, the so WHL is not going. Like they're all going to play in the tournament, but they're not going to have been playing right. hockey. Yeah, okay. Out. Yeah. So there's not going to be right, but like we're going to have like the like guys who would otherwise be in the NHL. Yes, I like, think so. It's going to be like the the with the exception 2005 of, team. Like Quentin Byfield will be there. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Although that. Team also like consequently was like the greatest draft in yeah, NHL it was a history. Perfect storm. That World Junior team is in is yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like Team Canada it's now. It's, it's like, like yeah, it's like all Hall of Famers. Yeah. It's it's crazy. There's like I think there yeah I think there was like I don't I'm not gonna put a percentage on it but like that 2012 uh, winner or sorry 2010 winner with McDavid. No, no, the 2010 Olympic winner. Oh. Oh, like, like that team, like, like, half, like half those yeah, guys. There's like were a on ton there. of them that were on that. I know the uh, that draft. I think it's the 2003 draft. I think six. It's like 15 or 16 guys in the first round have been a captain in the NHL. <laughs> that's like, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of leadership. <laughs> that, that's that's nuts. Tons of leadership. And yeah, like a yeah. little more serious now. Yeah, the. The Mitchell Miller stuff, oh, we so have to touch on. Did it. you know this? I think this just happened. I just saw it on Twitter. So the, he, the University of North Dakota is saying that he can't play hockey. No, that is new then. Yeah. So they said he can still go to school here if he wants, but he can't play hockey. Does he lose his scholarship? I think Probably. sounds like no. It sounds like he doesn't. No. They're like you can stay here as a student, but you're not going to be part of the hockey team. Wow. So I don't know if he he might just not want to stay if he wants to keep playing hockey. That's crazy. Yeah. That that is pretty nuts. I bet you he goes overseas and plays. It's probably what he's going to have to do. Yeah. Like, is it, I don't know if he's good enough to do that yet. Yeah. But where did where uh, like Russia? They don't care about bullying. Over Russia, there. Russia, <laughs> yeah. Sweden. <laughs> Nobody cares. He could play in Sweden. Yeah. Like there won't be any backlash about that. I don't think mm. the Swedes are pretty anti-bullying. Yeah. Maybe so, they're. I don't know. But they're but yeah, also. I mean. I'm so obviously he actually. was the, he was the Coyotes' fourth round pick. It came out that he was bullying a uh, d- 
developmentally challenged or disabled kid who was in his class. I think this happened a few years ago. Nevertheless, it's still pretty serious. He was, uh, I think it's even, it goes beyond bullying, almost like belittles, I think, what was happening. Yeah, you know because, what I mean? Because it was like bullying. Such a it's such a vague term. Yeah, like yeah, I think it's bullying. Kind of, I was just reading about it. like he was calling him the N word. Yeah, like bullying like, is not. It was like it was yeah. it was harassment yeah. and abuse. Yeah, like it's, it's not it bullying is not a serious enough word. I don't think for what was happening. It's just like yeah, I feel like that's like the um, that's just like the blanket term people use now for like when it's a minor. Yeah, involved. exactly. Do you yeah. think yeah. so? Like I don't really know. I don't know how good this guy was or was supposed to be. I don't know really. I know at all, so I can't. Like, do you think if he was like, if we're talking about like a, a high level draft pick, do you think this is still happening? Because I think the sad thing is probably not. I think he was like, he's a fourth round pick. They're like, all right, this guy seems like he's an asshole. I don't want to deal with the baggage. So like, we're all, you're off our team. I think the story would be similar, but the results would be different. I don't think they're renouncing the rights. I think they probably don't sign him right away. Like maybe they wait. They don't make the like. I think so, I think the team invests a ton of money in. We're gonna rehabilitate them. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna the, send him. We're gonna send him to to conferences. We're gonna sit. We're gonna we're gonna train him and uh, on like, um, on like bullying awareness and like all like they're gonna they'd go through the ringer like everything Family Channel. It would ever, be like a PR yeah. like tour. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like we're gonna, bullying I think, bites. So, bullying bothers me. I don't know if you guys saw the thing too that it, the the boy's mother. I can't. I've, I don't have the the kid's name written in front of me. The yeah, kid that was getting harassed. Yeah. She said that. Uh, I think honestly, keep the kid's name on. Fair enough. I think it's better. To, yeah, because I know he's he's actually been quoted in a couple stories too. So I yeah. think he's willing to talk about it at least. But yeah, but well, wasn't he the one who like he like con- like they didn't know about this when they drafted him? They right? did. They did. Oh, they did. Yeah, which he is had part been of criminally the, charged. Yeah. Oh, I, so I didn't know that. And he yeah. wrote a letter to all thirty-two teams explaining or thirty-one teams explaining what had happened. And the kid or Mitchell Mitchell Miller, Miller did. Oh, okay. Mitchell Miller okay, did. Okay, okay. Um. So I think too. I'd like to see that those letters. I wonder if he wrote thirty-two individual no. letters, or if he wrote one letter and just put <laughs> change the different name. That's definitely what happened. <laughs> that because that's different. That's completely different. Um, if I, you wrote like a personal letter to each like franchise, then I'm like, okay, this guy like really like he yeah. like really is putting in the work to clear his name. But what would you say differently to each one? Like I don't know. <laughs> I, just the, a, I just think yeah. it's a funny thing to think about. Like the new jerseys look good. Yeah, like adds a little like personal touch for every team. Um, yeah, with I think so. The boy's mother came out and said too that I guess there was it was two kids involved with the uh, the incident for the most part the harassment and the one kid who was not Mitchell Miller like apologized and was like head and hands crying when he was apologizing and was like clearly remorseful I guess for it and Mitchell Miller like didn't even bother right like the part of the court order thing was that they had to apologize and Mitchell Miller just never even bothered doing it and he, to this day he hasn't like five years later. So I think to me that's definitely that's definitely a big factor too that he hasn't even bothered to reach yeah. out and because because it's hard to condemn someone and obviously you can condemn someone for something they did when they were fourteen, but I think it's more telling not apologize that the eighteen now. year old hasn't apologized. The eighteen year old yeah. hasn't apologized. Exactly, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So like obviously it's very serious. Uh, he but. He, I like obviously I was never a bully or anything, yeah. but I did some stupid shit when I was fourteen. Everybody does. Everybody never... did some stupid shit when they were fourteen. Never to this extent, but I think it's more telling what the eighteen-year-old is doing with it, and the fact that he did take the time to apologize to NHL teams about it yeah. because that's what affects I... him, and he wouldn't re- he wouldn't respect his victim or even the court order 
and apologize to the victim because he thought I can just get away with this yep. and it doesn't matter. I'll be in the NHL in a few and years be, anyways. Yeah, who cares? Exactly. So I think that's what's telling to me. And the one thing from the Coyotes perspective though, that I don't get is like, you knew all of this when you drafted them and like what changed in the last well, they've had some... few days. Like, Obviously, they got a lot of backlash. But well, like, so that's why... Also, so was this also, guy... He, he was taken in the fourth round, right? He, well, who was... Was he... Yeah. Pre- like, how... That's why I'm asking how good was he? I was, think a lot of... He was like a back end of the second round kind of talent. So, like, from their perspective, they're like, well, we know this guy comes with a lot of baggage, but a, we're getting a second round talent in the fourth round. A team, too, that did I wouldn't... I wouldn't have drafted him no matter what. Yeah. Because I... This is... I know, like... And a bunch of teams but, now have kind of come out and said he wasn't on our draft board, which I think, to me, is the easiest PR move of all time. Just right, come out there and say... Hindsight. But I can understand... I mean, I can wrap my head around someone being like, this guy's a second round yeah. talent. We can get him well, in the fourth. It's going to cause us some headaches, but let's right. Like yeah, Joe, Joe Mixon's the starting running back in the NFL, right? Well, like, they don't give a fuck. No, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like, they, like if you're yeah. talented, people also, get, people find a yeah. way to get past it. Yeah, but I think, and this isn't right, but I think like Mixon was domestic abuse. It was so he was in in, in like a restaurant and he punched a girl in the face. Yeah, it wasn't like his girlfriend, yeah, was, but he punched a red. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he was, Hor- well, horrible, he was, he was crazy shit. Even crazier, I think. The fact that race yeah. was involved in the Mitch Miller thing amplifies it. I think that's just a fact. Yeah, I think they're they're apples and oranges, but I think that's what I mean. Yeah. You're comparing it. Yeah, you're right. They're that's absolutely why you're comparing it and bully. But that's why but, I think bullying is like one thing. It's like yeah, if you were like in high school bullying someone, like I think a lot of people, especially a lot of people who are like in sports, probably have done that to some extent. But like yeah. when you're like calling a black kid the n word yeah. every day in school, like that's per that's, that's another insane. level. Some like, of the other crazy. things too, like the, he was yeah. there was I think I guess he uh, especially it, growing up now and doing that. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's always yeah, been, but, like, insane to do. But, but like, like, you know from a pretty young age that that's yeah. like he was He was born yeah. in 2002. Like, I was, I was, like, I was raised in the Family Channel era where, like, every commercial on Family Channel <laughs> yes. would be, like, bullying bites. Bullying yeah. bothers me. Like, yeah. I'm not going to stand up for it. Are you? And they'd be like, no. And everyone would be like, yeah, bullying sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, we grew up with that. And yeah. he's even younger than us. And I, I can assume it's just gotten, like, more... Uh, prevalent on TV mm-hmm. and like all the media that they take in, and we had like anti-bullying seminars like w- at least once a year in elementary school. So it's not like this guy was just like he was a it's just a little kid that didn't know that bullying was bad and that racism was bad. It's like <laughs> no, we grew up with all this yep. and we were taught this from a young age, almost like pounded into our heads rightfully. So it's like I don't know. It also makes you wonder too, like what his at-home situation is if his parents haven't. Even like like my parents would have like made like I would have been forced to apologize even if I like oh even yeah. if I was a dick and didn't want to like I would not have had any choice in the matter I would have been like not allowed to leave my yeah. room until I like I would wrote, not be, I would have had to like write the kids family a letter I would have had to like, I wouldn't be playing been, hockey like, either yeah, like I would yeah, be yeah. like it's just crazy to me that that was bad parenting it's hard for us to say that without being there but it does not like it's. The optics aren't great for they that. They are not. Absolutely no. not. Uh, yeah. Well, do you think he ever plays in the NHL? Yes. Yeah. You're going to say yes? Yeah. I do. He, he might not play Hawks. Like, well, he has to go overseas. I think he goes to Europe. Yeah. He might not. Like, if he's good enough. I, if he is good enough, I think he probably will. Well, he, I'm sure he's good enough. If he was supposed good to be a second-round pl- 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 pick in the second, league like, in Europe, that will if he's, Sorry. I'm, if he's good enough to play in the NHL, 
I think he will. But like, oh, yeah. So you think okay, like, yeah, yeah. like if he, he has to light it up in Europe or something, like he. Just, I think he probably has to be a little bit better than like the threshold. Yeah. Like I think if he's just enough to crack a squad, he probably has to be a little bit better than mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Nobody's like, gonna take a shot on him. Yeah. Like he has to be a, a sure thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of one, um, moving from one controversial topic to another, NBA, Toronto Raptors. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to have our Fred Van Vliet replacement in Terrence Davis, and now that's looking like family man Fred Van Vliet is not equal to non-family man Terrence Davis. Yeah. So you just – well, you actually just brought up – you talked about Mixon, so that's is a good – you're a Bengals fan. Joe Mixon's – he's good. How like comfortable are, do you feel having Joe Mixon on your team? Terrence Davis isn't as important to the Raptors as Joe Mixon is to the Bengals. It's kind of weird because it's like it's always – it always comes back up in the back of my mind almost. It's like, oh, like whatever Mixon. Because Mixon's the kind of player, he's very similar. He's not as good, but he's very a very similar player to Le'Veon Bell. Like the way, yeah. like his running style. Yeah, and, yeah. and to me, that, that, that like Le'Veon Bell was one of my favorite players. So, you so like, I'm, I'm kind of like, like, I love Joe Mixon, the football player, but I can never fully let myself buy in because of that video is so... Yeah, you horrific. bought his jersey, but you don't wear it. Yeah, like I, I <laughs> definitely did not buy his jersey. But it... it it's just kind of like it's it's always kind of I don't know it's in the back of your mind whenever he does anything good like, right and it's it hasn't stopped me from cheering for the Bengals and hasn't stopped me for celebrating when Joe makes so do a you think but. so my question there's like do you think as a Raptors fan do you just want to see them release him or do you and also like what do you think the team if you were running the team what would you do yeah okay. so we'll get into actually what actually yeah, happened I would love you to do that because I heard about this when I read the Google Doc. Oh, like, really? I didn't know about it. So he was arrested. Mike said, I think Mike said it to me this morning as well, or yesterday, but I yeah. haven't looked into it at all. So he was, can you guys uh, run me through the situation? He was arrested in a uh, in a hotel in New York for, I think he was arrested, charged with two counts of domestic assault, and then endangering the welfare of a child, too, was part of it. So I think that just means there was a, a child in the room, and he Present. was, yeah, and he was assaulting his girlfriend or whatever. So essentially he hasn't been proven, obviously. No. But like he beat up his girlfriend in a hotel room. Allegedly. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what he's being charged for. Yeah. That's what he's being charged for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Um, the Raptors, the, <sighs> the, the only statement the Raptors have released is that they're aware of what happened, basically. That like they haven't said anything else beyond that. Um, the problem with this kind of stuff, though, is obviously it's all allegedly, but it takes so fucking long mm-hmm. for... Like, the it's hard process. for a team to be like, well, we'll we'll figure out if he gets charged. But like that, that's like a three. It could be like a two year process. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard to like. Davis too also uh, throughout the bubble he was like posting COVID conspiracies on Instagram he, too, yeah. like about how it's a hoax. And then he was also seen wearing a mask walking through the bubble with a hole cut out of the mouth. Right, and, and then it's apparently like, the so team was like, "Hey, man, just don't stop do doing that." that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, he's, that was like the first where I was like, "Oh, this guy might be." He seems like obviously, he's kind of a... obviously, that no, that does not compare to no, the allegations that's at just, all. But it's just a troubling trend of behavior from him. He just seems like he's that was like I was like, "Oh, this guy's a little bit like immature." Yeah, he's what in like the late nineties you'd call like he's a boisterous. Person, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> no, like when I saw that stuff, I was like, "Oh, he's a little like he's a immat- he's like a little bit immature, like yeah. he's pretty young." But then like this, you're like, "Oh, maybe he's just." Kind of wild. It makes you <laughs> like in a bad way. It kind of makes it might be this might be a bit of an explanation for why he went undrafted. That maybe there were some red flags throughout his interview process or whatever. Maybe because I was looking to his past. There, there something was, else too. Nothing. There was nothing that came up when I was looking. I couldn't. I see I thought it was else. like he might. He was like. De- he, he, he was like almost. Wasn't he like 
gonna go to the he NFL. He told no. He told NBA teams not to draft him because oh, he yeah. wa- he wanted to was. like in the second round. Yeah, in the season. Yeah. If I'm not in the first round, I don't want to be drafted because yeah. yeah. because he wanted to, to get the contract. Yeah, Fred yeah. Van Fleet did the same thing too. Yeah. Actually, yeah. he asked for it. I think Fred just went undrafted. No, I don't he think said he asked for it. No, he he said he didn't want to go play in the D League, so he didn't go in the second round because they like. But I don't think Fred was gonna get drafted anyways. I think Terrence I, remember, I just saw. I remember I saw a video of him talking. He's like, I had a few things came up at the end of the second round, but I didn't want to go play a year in the D League. Well, blah, see, because I saw I saw like something with Fred. Like, obviously, this is off topic from the serious topic we're talking about. But yeah. like, I saw like video of his draft party, and he was like shook that he didn't get drafted. Yeah, in the second I think round. we're talking about the same video, but I think maybe I'm misremembering. And he stood this. up and and was just like, "Hey guys, I know we're all disappointed, but I'm going to keep the the fight going, mm-hmm. and I'm going to." Try to make a roster. I thought he said something in that video that I didn't want to go play in the D League, so I didn't go in the second maybe round. He was maybe, making, maybe, maybe he was making that up. Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Excuse trains rolling. Uh, no, just station. like get it, just like making a positive out of a negative. Yep. Like yeah. I didn't want to play in the D League anyway, so this is actually a positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, whereas I know, like Terrence Davis literally told like teams, he's like, if yeah, don't he, like, take me he, in the like, second wrote round. Teams that like, yeah. yeah, he like emailed teams. I like I'm not gonna play for you if you drop me in the second round. So. I don't know what that. I don't know if that really has says anything. I'm else, sure his agent said it. Not yeah. Him, I know. Anyways, uh, but yeah. So what, what do you think? You think Terrence Davis is on the Raptors starting next year? I do. There isn't really a precedent for this in the NBA that I can think of. At least a recent one. There was so the Raptors had Kay Felder with their 905, who same kind of thing happened, and they obviously released him right away. It really hasn't been. Any That's not comparable, obviously, because it's a stuff in the NBA. Not that I can think of. I can't of think head. of any either. Yeah. Um. There was so there is a Toronto precedent with Roberto Osuna, who he was suspended for the domestic yeah. violence stuff and then never played a game for the Jays and we they ended up trading him. But that's also a different organization for sure. For I sure. feel like it could go one of like two ways with Masai too. I feel like Masai could be the kind of guy who's like, we don't want any of the part of any of this shit. You're or yeah. or Masai's the kind of guy who's like, we got to rebuild. This is a bad time in Terrence Davis's life. Like we we're gonna stick with him and like we're gonna. Re- I can help see him. it being the former personally. You think he's just gonna be like, yeah, he's gone. I mean. It's hard because he's he was really good last year, right? Yeah. Like as but that's the thing. I feel like Mas- Masai is like, like a pretty loyal guy too. He right? kind of he kind of teetered off though. You didn't play like, all he was the playoffs. Really, and yeah, he was like, but he was also like even towards the end of the season, he wasn't as good as he was. Like there was like a two month. Well, we got all we got yeah. healthy at the end. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he had he less just of got a role. Less time, but there was like a two month period where I was like, this guy is the next Fred. Yeah. I was like, I was like convinced he had a better first year than Fred did. Mm-hmm. Like. I would say. Mm-hmm. So he's on track to be better than Fred. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, we'll see what um, happens with that. Yeah. So we've already mentioned if December had, 22nd start. Yeah. No Sorry. Just there? to wrap that up. Right. If I had to bet, I'd say he doesn't. I, I don't think he plays again for the Raptors. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you want to quickly talk about uh, the Kansas City Raptors? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is uh, angling to bring the, the Raptors to Kansas and the City. And ma- the mayor. Well, yeah. Uh, the the mayor. mayor just started doing it after. Like, Mahomes tweeted out, oh, we got to get the Raptors here. And, and he's like, I'm good, on it. That's just I'm good, on it, Pat. That's just good the politics. next morning, the mayor, like, it was like, th- like, whatever, seven degrees in Toronto. This, like, this in, temperature in Kansas City. It was colder in Kansas City. He's like, we, we're the actual north. Then he did the second line <laughs> yeah. in French. Like, yeah. I like that. Kind of weird. I, no, no, but that's, then that's great. somebody uh, commented, though. I saw them. They were like, you know no one in Toronto speaks French, right? And then the He's mayor sick. was like, yeah, I'm just reaching out to the whole country. Then, okay. Yeah. He saved No, it. that's good he politics. He clapped back. That's good politics. Uh, yeah. Do whatever Pat Mahomes wants and – I mean, I don't really have a preference where they play. So. Me neither. It doesn't really matter. And if Mahomes wants them there, why not? Dude, if if we could get 
Pat Mahomes in a Raptors jersey. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Maybe even, a, maybe even a Leafs jersey takes it to the next yeah. level. It makes I don't think, I think it makes, I don't think that'll happen. But. The two things that I've kind of heard thrown about are Newark. Like well, Newark. Louisville, but then they didn't want to do it because of the Breonna Taylor. Yeah, so, so the, yeah, they, the two that I've heard from like NBA insiders are Newark, which is where the, the Nets used to play. I don't want to. Because be. it's central to the Atlantic Division. Yeah. The other option was Miami or uh, Orlando. They just play in the just bubble? Just in the bubble? Yeah, they could. No, no, no. It was like share their arena with the Magic. Oh, they, yeah. Like they, they want to try and keep them close. To... I kind of like the idea of like us having like they're them having still their own market. Like even though I know they're still Toronto's I team, I yeah. like like Kansas City doesn't have a basketball team. You get it was you get like I I found it cool how like Buffalo was like on board with the they're like we're all Jays fans now. Yeah, like it's kind of you recruit like a city in the states to become a fan of of your team. And like if we went to Buffalo again, like. And the Knicks are still shit. I bet you there would be a, a similar. <laughs> yeah, because I would have assumed I would bet I, there probably was some Jays fans in Buffalo before, but I'd imagine they're mostly Yankees fans. There was there's Yankees and Red Sox. Yeah, my buddy lives down there. He says it's like you're either a Yankees or a Red Sox fan, and he's a Jays fan. I just like yeah. I've been in so many bar arguments with people. I just yeah. got a for no reason. Sorry to interrupt. I just got someone tweeting at me asking if I'm a if I'm if my football if my brother plays football for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Because they have a center named J.C. Oh, Treader. So yeah. I just thought that was funny. So, like, so, someone yeah. you don't yes. know? Someone yes. you don't know? Sorry, yes. this, yeah. It's, is your brother the football player, or yes. is this you? Say yes. Please say yes. Please. We're going to do this live on the podcast? Yes, for, and we'll make it a bit. I'll just say. <laughs> your, your brother of uh, J.C. He's bl- is he bl- He's black, isn't he? No. Oh, he's not. Nope. Okay. Perfect. J.C., question mark? That makes it less funny. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, that does. But, oh, well. <laughs> All right. Running, new running bit. Yeah, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's definitely what this guy's talking about. Since you have, yeah, since you have athletes in the. Family. Why would he think it's you? Uh, bird fishing is the guy's name. I don't know. I don't know. It's your, your profile says Oakville, Ontario. How common of a last name is Treader though? Uh, apparently, that my dad was saying there's a lot in like the central U.S., like the Midwest. Wow. Which is where I think he's from. That's where a lot of the Germans are from. I guess that's where they. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where they they went. They settled. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with settled. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say fled, but we'll go with settled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, who'd they flee? <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So, do you want UFC? I think is all we have left. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that now? So Habib dominated again with uh, against what was the guys Justin Ga- Gaethje? Justin Gaethje, yeah. Gaethje. He, um, yeah. They, it, it just looked like the guy stand- never had a shot. Well, like, no. When they were standing up, I was like, oh, like. He's catching him with a couple, and then right when they went to the ground, I was like, oh. And then he was like, okay, that's enough of this. Yeah, so this is <laughs> yeah. the guy that wrestles bears. Yeah. All right. Well, and yeah, he, he retired. Yeah, and then his, his reaction, like, he broke down after he was, like, crying on the mat. Very similar to uh, to like, Michael Jordan. Yeah. I was time. wondering the whole time, though, like, like why he was so adamant on getting his gloves off before the interview, and then he, like, did the gloves on the ground thing, and I was like, oh, he's retiring. Yeah. Mm. Like, I, I was thought because like, it was weird. Like he was like, "Let me get like," and he was like getting interviewed, and he was like, "Let me get this off." Right when I saw the like when he was like on the ground crying, I was like, I, "That's the first thing I thought of." Yeah, I was like, "This is like per- like almost exactly the same as the Michael Jordan thing." It was it was a good moment too because uh, Gaethje came over and hugged him afterwards, and it was clearly like good man. Cl- yeah, and it was clearly um, his father was a big part of his uh, his yeah. MMA career and his life, obviously. And so yeah, so you you, you put here, uh, do we? believe it like do we buy it and what is his legacy if he's finished yeah so first question do we buy it 
I buy it. <clears throat> I think I don't think he's the Conor McGregor type. I no, don't I think agree. He was in, I don't think he was in it for the publicity. I don't think he was in it for the big money fights. I think that was gravy for him. I think he's just a fighter. Yeah. And I think him and it, it obviously it seems like it was between him and his dad. Like that was like their thing. And yeah. the, he promised his mother yeah. that he would never fight without his dad there again. Michael, and basically Michael Jordan did the same thing. Yeah. Sure, right. but Michael Jordan, I think, is a different animal. I, but I think it's, I think what he, me, I think he means it right now. But I just think you, think you don't he'll be back. Well, no, I don't know, but I don't think you can measure like people change quickly. Like in two years, like who knows? He's gonna be like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like, right? yeah, he might be. Uh, Dana White said today too that he thinks he's gonna get to thirty and zero. I think Dana White said because his dad wanted him to get to thirty and zero, which is kind of to me is a ridiculous thing for him to say for Dana White to say. Yeah, like. He's Dana, clearly, like, Dana White is just angling for him to come back because he knows his mind. Sure he is, but he's that like guy's using just, the guys. And even the he, allure of him maybe, maybe coming, coming back. Maybe coming back keep people interested. Keep I, conversations yeah. going. I just don't like him using the, his father as like no, I mean, as a da- promotional tool. Has Dana White ever been like no. he, he a shining PR example? Like, no, never. definitely not. Definitely not. He's good um, at promoting. He I was, think He was like the most anti-COVID like spokesman in sports. He's Trump's best friend. Because he wants a... Money, yeah. <laughs> like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think he'll probably fight again. I think it'll probably be a while because, mm-hmm. like, GSP fought again, and I'm stunned that he ever. Like, I, I like, I think he's probably going to get the edge at some point, where like this is all he's ever done, and it's. I think though, for his legacy, his legacy can. He's already the goat. Yeah, his legacy. Even if he comes back and never loses, I think the you can't. His legacy is as high as it can be right now. Yeah. I don't think he could do anything else to make it better. Maybe the thirty, you know, that's a nice round number. But you know what? You know what? It, if there is an, I forget what his weight class is. Lightweight. Yeah, that, yeah. this is what I was yeah. going to bring so up. So if next. there is, if there, if there comes to be some lightweight that comes out within the next two years and, and starts it, dominating, and then he calls Khabib out, and Khabib I comes guess. back and dominates him, then, it would then be. sealed. 30-0. and 0. Beats that guy and then just retires again. Yes. <laughs> like, does it, it, yeah. yeah. Does it bother you at all that he, like, do you think it affects his, this is, like, from a an outsider's perspective. Does it bother you at all that he never, like, tried to move up a weight class? No. Because it took him, like, he's so much, like, thicker than everybody that he just dominates them that it's almost like, if you're that good at doing it against guys who are that small. I don't think it's because he's thicker. He's just like no, but he like he just uses his weight properly. That's what I mean. So, like, I wonder if he's at a bigger weight and the guys are bigger, does that like to me, I think because he fought at a higher weight class until he got to the UFC and then he went down. Just this know. is just me like grasping at things. To me, I would like to see him move up because everybody moves up. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like John Jones wants to go up to heavyweight. Uh, yeah. McGregor McGregor fought at that's like because of Cormier, welterweight. Though. That's like a personal thing. Yeah, McGregor fought at well. He wanted to fight Brock Lesnar too. That was yeah. part of it. But that's also a personal thing. Like everybody else, like. GSP was the most dominant welterweight of all time, and then he moved up to middleweight. Like everybody moves up if you're. The most dominant of whatever of all time. Everybody moves up a little bit, and it's I don't know, just kind of a thought that I had that it's like if you're this dominant, maybe like challenge yourself a little bit more, go up. Mm. But again, so, yeah. complete outsider. But yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's our UFC talk. Uh, I don't think we have another like headliner card until the McGregor. Tony Ferguson McGregor. It's not Tony Ferguson. I messed that up. It's Dustin Poirier. Oh, cool. Yeah, sorry about that. I kind of yeah, sewered you. I was wondering. Yeah, I mean, I because I love. Tony Ferguson. He's like the most unorthodox fighter. Yeah, it's he's the I guy think, that does like cartwheels in the ring. Because Gaethje shit. beat Gage Ferguson, G, right? Yeah, like beat him. Yeah, so like, I think it's and then pummeled him. Poirier is like the next in line. So I think it's McGregor and Poirier, and the winner is supposed to fight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know what the, the plan is after that. Yeah. But. So we mentioned our hypothetical early. We're doing a little theme this week, uh, Halloween theme. It's two days out of Halloween. Maybe you're watching this on Halloween. Happy Halloween if you are. I wanted to see what were your favorite sports-themed Halloween costumes. And, like, obviously, Brandon, you were Bartman one year. I don't know if you, if I was gave away your thing. Yeah, there. no, that wasn't. That was um, a great one. Yeah, that was you my were, favorite you were, costume ever. You were Bartman one year. I have one that I was that I'm actually going to use, so I'm not going to spoil it. But, uh, yeah, there's a ton of options. I mean, there's the <laughs> Jamaican bobsled team that a lot of people are. There's uh, the old thing where, like, when we were kids, like, we're, we didn't have a costume. You just put a little fake blood on your face and put on your hockey equipment and just get, <laughs> go as a fighter. <laughs> and I'm an just, enforcer. You just stink all day. I'm trying, I don't think I've ever dressed up as in oh, a the sports Oh, the Toon Squad is a good one. Have you yeah. ever seen that? Yeah. I've seen, yeah, I've seen. Or the Monstars. Those are good. I don't think I've ever had like a sports so Brandon, costume. My only one what was – Yeah, so I had – I guess I could go with my Bartman one because that's the only one I've ever – the only sports or just costume. even one that you've seen. Like, the you one don't have so to I saw. It. Yeah, this is the one that just came to my head. I can't really think of anything else off the top. But uh, the show that we've always been a big fan of here, Good Morning Football. They all dressed up as coaches today. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Schrager was Tom Landry, which was pretty good. But uh, Kyle Brandt went oh, as Belichick. The Belichick was perfect. And he, like, drilled it. It was like. He's like. Well, Kyle Brandt is, like, the most creative person on that, that yeah, show. Yeah, that is like, a great show, too. Yeah. Like. Kyle uh, Brandt, I think he's one of the best broadcasters in the world right and, now. I love him. And I think Nate so, is one of like the best athlete turn media personalities. Nate is, uh, like Nate Burleson. Yeah, he's very good. He's like he's very good with the like uh, with like the quick one liners. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at that. Him and Kyle almost go back and forth with them sometimes. Yeah, like, he's got the <laughs> he's got the toe drag swag, and then Kyle Brandt has the angry, angry runs. runs yeah. And, yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, like they're. And then K is just cash. <laughs> K is the best. Love you too, Schrager. Yeah. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I don't. I actually don't. I like Schrager a lot. I think he's fine. I think he's. <laughs> I think Schrager's fine. But in on that show, I would put Will Selva over him. Oh no, Will's the worst. <laughs> no, Will's. Will just Will's always tries like, to weasel yeah, his he, way into. He's eat. the best. He's the. He's their nerd. He, he's their. Yeah. He's their nerd. That he, and he's like low key in love with Kay Adams. <laughs> I don't know if it's low key, man. It's like. Oh, but it's it's it's. It's hidden. It's not overt. It's not overt. It's not, it's not overt. It's not out there, but there's definitely some feelings there. Um, yeah, so I would go with Belichick because he – apparently I heard, too, the reason Belichick does that is because he wanted to um, he wanted to wear a suit on the game. The NFL told him no. So he said, all right, I'm just going to wear, like, the, the shittiest. Opposite. I'm just going to look like a homeless man, the, which the I Brian, respect. The Brian Burke effect. I respect that pettiness. Yeah, the Brian – do up your tie. No. No. I'm not even I'm, gonna put a tie on. I'm busy. Oh, this is this yeah. isn't really a good costume, but it was like one of my uh, when the Jays were making their run in 2015. Uh, one of my buddies, like when he has a beard, he had a beard. Then he looked very like he looked a lot like Jason Grilly. Okay. So he just got like a J. He already had a Batista jersey, and he just taped Grilly <laughs> over the back, and he just he just went as Jason Grilly. And like it was in like Halloween was right when they were like yeah. making that. So everyone. Knew Grilly was at that point. He and was he like was a, like, was he just getting like fired up? Because remember, Grilly yeah, he was would like... he would like throw. <laughs> he, had, he had like a fake ball, and like one of our other like someone else would like go in the catcher position, and he'd like throw it in and just go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good costume. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I'm trying to think other other ones I've seen because I don't think I've dressed sport like Hanson Brothers is like a classic yeah. one. My everyone does. Bartman one was really good because just to pump my own tires there. My yeah. Bartman one was really good because uh, it was dirt when the the year the Cubs won the World Series. I was Bartman. And I went out to a bar that night, and my friend was band was playing at the at the Horseshoe Tavern, 
and he had a few shirts you that he was throwing. The, in. You know the band? Yeah. <laughs> and he was, uh, he, he was throwing shirts into the crowd, and he's, he's like, okay, this is the last one. And he throws it in, and my one buddy is about to catch it, and I just reach over him because I'm taller than him and yeah. grab it as Steve Bartman. That was good. And everybody like went nuts. Everybody was like, because uh, no, like everybody like everybody who got it thought it was hilarious. Yeah. The best part about that costume too was like every girl who was at the bar just came up to me and was like, "Who are you? Like, what are you like? What are you yeah. wearing?" Yeah. So and you I got to like, talk to all the chicks. I had to. Well, even like girls that I was just like friends with, and I had to explain had to, like, to them ex- what it. Yeah, I would get like really was... annoyed after a bit. <laughs> like, oh, that was that was like when we went to uh, that one Halloween party here, and I was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, and I everyone was, was like, I wasn't there, but everyone was like, "Oh, so like you're not there for that?" No, Uh-oh. everyone was like, "Oh, so like you're the champ, I guess." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I had the belt on. I was like, "I'm a specific champ." <laughs> I remember uh, that year, my buddy Tim was shotgunning on the top floor of that house, mm-hmm. and like I guess the girl who lived there came out, and he's like shot or he's shotgunning a beer like in her in her kitchen and she's like what are you doing you're making a huge mess he's like oh don't worry i'm going back tomorrow to clean up <laughs> <laughs> and she's like what the fuck it was just beer all over her floor <laughs> so yeah mine was uh in grade 12 uh me and six uh, me and five other guys were speed skaters oh, that's, that's a good one. yeah we took we took um more suits and turned them backwards so that like and they were like country like i was like me and my buddy patty were like team ireland <laughs> And then there was, like, Team Canada and Team Switzerland, I think. Like, they're weird. We just found them. Mm-hmm. Turned them around, zipped the zipper up right here, put on, like, those, like, <laughs> goggles, and then we were on rollerblades, and we were just, like, ripping around school, like, all day, which was a lot of fun. That's, That's a good one. Yeah, so that was ours. And then, uh, yeah, so anything else you guys want to talk about? I'm trying to think of... Any do you want to, predictions election? I think we might have done this off the top. Yeah, I, I have a I can't. I have a big bet. Yeah, Co- conflict of interest. Oh, I'm so going to say can. Biden, but I'm not confident in that. I am going to say my my prediction is that there will be riots regardless of who. Oh wins. yeah. So that's Wait, my prediction. There definitely will. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as like crazy as everyone says though. No, I don't. I I mean, yeah, I think the people. There's a lot of like people who like are really like angling for like the world dead yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. not going well, but to. there's always yeah there's like, like there's some doomsdayers out there yeah like this is the end this if this election doesn't <laughs> this go the way the we end. want this is it <laughs> like this is the end yeah so uh i also don't think we're gonna know for two weeks who won. i think it might even be longer than unless that. it's an absolute lance unless yeah. like if biden wins like texas or something crazy yeah but although he shot himself in the foot with his with i'm gonna get rid of oil yeah, fracking getting rid of oil yeah yeah but yeah, you uh, can't. You don't say you hate fracking. That's how. That, to me, that's so funny that that's like he really. Like everywhere else in the world, that's like he really. Ble- well, are not here. Not Trudeau well. is like always like I don't. I'm not against fracking. No. <laughs> like I'm not. I guess no fracking. It is. It's just he's not against the the oil the pipeline. The oil. Yeah. Fracking is illegal here. I believe. Mm. I actually don't even know. I don't even totally know <laughs> what fracking is. If I'm going to be honest with you, I. Have a vague idea. It's a way of getting oil, oil out of yeah. the ground that's worse for the environment than uh, other ways. I think yeah. I, this is a complete guess. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it has to do with like when the oil is like underneath like bedrock uh, or something. So it's like it like shifts the tech the plate tectonics, uh, and it like affects like earthquakes and like natural disasters a lot. Okay, but yeah, that's you, just like that's that's what it is. Right? You fracture bedrock formations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So I guess the, yeah. I mean, I just still don't know how that differs from the way they 
they do it. I, I think this is like an easier way to get to it. It's quicker, but it's way worse. Like mm. you, you fuck up the plates. Like it releases gas that into the, it releases pressure that yeah. that is like naturally built up in the plate tectonics as well. So it's like a yeah. quicker, not a safe way to get oil, but. Sometimes you need the oil, <laughs> and you need it quick. <laughs> so do you think we'll know who the president is next? I don't think on Tuesday. No, next podcast, do you think we'll know? <sighs> I think we will. I think, I think we'll know on Tuesday. Man, I'm, I saw a thing that said Trump's like, not gonna concede, a lot of the states, we'll like a lot of the polling, like this is coming from the states. They're saying it's going to take us after election day, like four or five days to, to tally all our votes. Mm. The thing is, though, you don't need – Unless it's really close, you don't, you don't need, you don't all, need all the votes yeah. to call a winner, right? So yeah. it's going to depend on, like, I don't think, I think it's going to take them a while to tally all the votes. It just depends. If Florida, if it comes down to Florida and Florida's really tight, you might have another. Is Florida like, going to blow it again? Bush-Gore Bush thing, right? Like, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. apparently Florida's neck and neck. Florida's always neck and neck. <laughs> it's like the perfect, like, Level you have, of- like, the cities, like Miami, with, like, a lot, a lot of immigrants, but then you have, like, the rest of Florida is just, like. Sex offenders. Like. <laughs> Florida man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean if uh if we're if we're here next Tuesday and the world doesn't end, uh come to name on the front, we'll follow some trends. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude, the last twenty minutes I was trying to think of a bride. 